leftovers. Or the DMV. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. From the era that brought you names like Chamberlain, Russell, and West. The Chamberlain, he's got it! Jerry West made it from the other side of the mid-court strike! To the glory days of Magic and Kareem. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is on the brink of an NBA all-time record. A time where the last second shots were expected. Here comes Kobe. From way outside. Got it! Oh, man! Gets it to LeBron. For three for the win. Yes! LeBron James! And rings were handed out like candy. Here's Jordan. It's Duncan Dynasty with your host, Garrett Bougay, and it starts right now. Welcome to Duncan Dynasty. My name is Garrett Bougay. I'm your host, and tonight I've got a very special League Pass radio for you as uh, we've got the New Orleans Pelicans on the road taking on the Brooklyn Nets. And, uh... This is uh, this episode coming after a two-week hiatus for the show. Of course, with uh, Christmas and the whole holiday season going on, I was very busy, and uh, also I uh, unfortunately suffered a, a bit of a uh, an illness and uh, was was planning on having a, a league pass radio last week, but uh, was was not feeling well, so uh, took another week off. But uh, but very happy to be back, very excited to be back, and hopefully all of you had a a, a wonderful holiday season and a happy new year. As, uh, but uh, but looking at this game that I've got for you tonight, uh, the Pelicans sitting at 17 and 21, uh, you know, really disappointing so far on the year, and they are currently 14th in the Western Conference, a Western Conference where uh, 14 of the 15 teams are still competing for the playoffs. But the the Pelicans, uh, you know, have been have been really ravaged by injuries thus far, but. Uh, Despite the record, they are fourth in the NBA in offensive rating, uh, just 25th in defense, and their expected win-loss number is at around 20 and 18. So they're actually underperforming uh, based on the numbers, and a lot of that just comes down to uh, not playing well in clutch situations in close games down the stretch. And a lot of that has been due to just missing shots, uh, but also a lot of it has to do with with the injuries and not having uh, as deep of a team and uh, you know the Pelicans three and seven in their last ten, so so really struggling as of late and continuing to fall down uh, in the in the West standings. On the other side, the home team tonight is the Brooklyn Nets, and they're actually uh, doing doing pretty well as of late. They've won nine of their last twelve games, 
They are ninth currently in the Eastern Conference at 17 and 21. They are 12th in offensive rating, 22nd and in defense, and their expected win-loss number is at right around where they're at, but uh, they should be at about 18 and 20 based on the numbers. Uh, but uh, they won below that. They really struggled in close games early on. They've been a little bit better as of late, winning a couple of game, uh, real tight games uh, in their last four or five. But uh, should be should be a really exciting matchup, and uh, should be should be really fun. And, and the Pelicans, you know, they uh, they just got back their starting point guard, Alfred Payton, who has missed most of the season. Uh, so it'll be uh, it'll be really nice for him. Uh, for the team for to have him back because uh, they just have have really struggled without him. I believe they are five and one on the year uh, with uh, with Peyton out there uh, along with Anthony Davis, of course. So uh, you know they uh, they're a team that, despite their record, I'm still very high on. I still think when the team is healthy and if potentially they could add uh, another sort of wing at the trade deadline, I think they. Uh, they still are a contender to not only make the playoffs in the Western Conference, but I think even uh, advance with the right matchup. Of course, they were a second-round playoff team last year before falling uh, falling to the uh, to the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference semifinals. But uh, for Brooklyn, you know they're they're competing in an Eastern Conference that uh, that isn't as as brutal as the West. Again, uh, the Nets and Pelicans have the same record. But uh, just to give you a, an idea of the difference in conferences, at uh, 17 and 21, the Pelicans are 14th in the West, and at 17 and 21, the Nets are ninth in the East, and just uh, a game or two out of uh, of being in the playoffs. So uh, you know the Nets again playing pretty good basketball, and that has been led by uh, especially Spencer Dinwiddie, who has uh, who has played uh, really well. I'll talk uh, about his numbers a little bit later on. Uh, in the, in the broadcast, but uh, yeah, should be uh, should be a pretty exciting game here, and uh, hopefully, uh, if you haven't, uh, if you didn't, uh, if you weren't around to listen to my last uh, league pass radio, I did it on the uh, Utah Jazz and Minnesota Timberwolves earlier on in the season, the game where Derrick Rose went for fifty points. So that was certainly a, a fun game to call. But if you uh, if you didn't get a chance to check that out, essentially what I'll be doing is I'll be giving you a a radio play by play of this game, and uh, of course uh, I'll be giving you some uh, some advanced stats and some other things and and my thoughts on not only these couple of teams but my thoughts on the entire NBA uh, as we as we go through the night. But uh, but should be should be uh, hopefully a a really fun game and uh, we're we're just about uh, ready to get started. I've actually uh, I'm I'm watching League Pass on my Roku box and uh, that is uh, I, I paused it a few seconds so that hopefully you can uh, sync your uh, if if you are watching it at home as well uh, you can sync your broadcast up with mine as we look at the starting lineups for the Nets it's D'Angelo Russell and Joe Harris in the backcourt Dorian's Karuks and Jared Dudley as the forwards and Jared Allen at center and for the Pelicans. It's Julius Randle and Anthony Davis at uh, at the the power forward and center spots. It's uh, Etwan Moore and Drew Holiday at the uh, at the shooting guard and small forward positions, and at point guard is Alfred Payton. And again, Payton being back for this game really really positive step for uh, for the Pelicans, and hopefully with him available, they can. Uh, they can get things turned around here. 
But, you know, still no uh, appears that uh, either Miritich is back and he's going to come off the bench or he may still be suffering with that uh, that right ankle issue. Uh, so Randall, Julius Randall, getting the start in his spot again. Randall has started quite a few games because Miritich has missed quite a bit. And uh, for Brooklyn, Rodians Karuk's getting the start uh, in large part due to the fact that uh, Rondé Hollis Jefferson is injured and... Uh, so, uh, you know, him he, he's getting an opportunity. He's he's played decently well off their bench for them, able to knock down some threes as well. And uh D'Angelo Russell missed the Nets last game, but uh, but he is back and uh, that pushes Spencer Dinwiddie who started back to the bench and Dinwiddie has been excellent uh, as a reserve for this Nets team. We're about to get underway here as uh the Pelicans in all red with a navy blue trim. And the Brooklyn Nets at home in their all-black uniforms with the white lettering and trim. And we are just about ready as the referee throws the ball up in the air and Davis tips it back. And the Pelicans will start the ball game with the basketball going from left to right. Peyton dribbling with his right hand, throws it right side to Holiday. Holiday will get a screen from Davis, dribbles left, gets to the free throw line. Now backing down on Harris, gets about 10 feet, fadeaway along the baseline. That one's well short. Rebound Karuks, who hands it to D'Angelo Russell. Russell will dribble it over the timeline to the front court, throws it to Dudley on the left elbow. He'll find a Karuk's cutting, but it's poked away by Moore. Here's a fast break. Randall leading it. He gets to the free throw line, kicks it right corner. Moore fakes the three into Randall on the post. Randall facing up against Dudley, drives baseline, dribbling his right hand, gets under the hoop, bully balls it in as Julius Randall with the first bucket of the ball game, and the Pelicans lead it two to nothing. Here's Jared Dudley up top to Russell right, or excuse me, left side to Jared Allen. Allen holding the basketball guarded by Davis who pokes it away, picked up by Russell. Russell finding Allen on the roll, kicks it left corner, Harris. Harris fakes the three, drives right, gets into the paint, spins baseline and puts it in over Etuan Moore. And we are knotted up at two apiece. Here's Peyton with the basketball on the right wing, throws it up top to Davis. Davis left side to Holiday. Holiday fakes the three on Harris, gets into the paint. And we've got a foul. I believe it's going to be on Joe Harris as uh, Holiday went past him and Harris uh, with the hand check. So both teams getting off to a decent start here on the offensive end. Holiday with the basketball gets a screen from Davis, dribbling at the top of the key, gets another screen, goes left elbow, tries to find Peyton, but the ball is poked away by Russell. Six on the shot clock. Here is Holiday dribbling at the three-point line, gets left into the paint, spins, puts up a five-footer over Harris, no good. Rebound Dudley. He'll hand it off to D'Angelo Russell. Russell gets a screen from Dudley, dribbles over left side, back to Dudley. Right wing three is good. Jared Dudley, a very good three-point shooter for his career, over 38%. He knocks it down. Here's Alfred Payton with the basketball on the left elbow, drives right past D'Angelo Russell, gets all the way to the hoop, lays it in, plus the foul. Russell getting absolutely blown by on that play. And Peyton showing why he's been so desperately missed by this Pelicans team with that play. So Peyton will go to the line 4-1. Second team foul on the Brooklyn Nets here in the first quarter. 10-10 to go in this opening period. Peyton trying to tie it up. We'll throw it up there and knocks it down. So we're all tied at five as Dudley inbounds it to D'Angelo Russell. Russell dribble down the left sideline. Gets a screen from Harris now on the left wing. 
Gets a screen from Allen, a beautiful pocket pass to Allen, but he misses the jam. It gets back out to Russell, who throws it right wing to Harris. He drives down the lane, tries to find Allen. It's deflected, picked up by Holiday. Holiday finds Randall on the run. Randall getting into the paint, spins around Dudley, puts it up off the glass and in with the left hand. Julius Randall again, showing that strength, getting to the bucket, using his body. Here's Russell with the basketball, dribbling with his left hand, gets to the right elbow, puts up a floater from 14 and knocks it down. Nice move there from D'Angelo. As the Pelicans running it right back down the net's throat, Holiday gets into the paint, kicks it out. Etwan Moore right wing three, and he drills it. Etwan Moore gives the Pelicans a 10-7 lead with 9.20 to go in the first. Pelicans, if you haven't watched them play much, play at a very fast pace. As here is a beautiful pocket pass again as Allen rolls down the lane. He catches it and is fouled. He's not able to convert, and he will go to the line. Pelicans, uh, the last couple of years, have played at uh, a top-five pace in the NBA. They like to run it down your throat and try to get some easy buckets. So Allen, a very impressive young center for the Nets, will fire up the first free throw. That one is good. Allen averaging 11.6 points and over eight rebounds a ball game. Second-year player from Texas. He'll try to cut the Pelicans' lead to one here with this second free throw. Puts it up. And that is good as well. 10-9. As we are approaching the nine-minute mark of the first quarter. Peyton dribbling with his right hand. Gets the free throw line. Kicks it out. Right wing. Randall three. That one's short. Rebound Allen. Allen gets it to Russell, who will run it into the front court. Gets it screened from Allen. Throws it right wing. Harris three ball. That's good. Joe Harris gives the Nets a 12-10 lead here. Knocking down that three ball. Here's a drive by Peyton getting into the lane and throws it to Randall, but the ball is deflected out of bounds. It will remain with New Orleans. Peyton will inbound it on the far baseline, guarded by Russell, throws it into Davis. Davis, left side, looking for Peyton, hands it off to him. Peyton in the right corner, drives to the elbow, kicks it out Randall. Randall to Davis. Davis facing up on Allen on the left side. Step back, 15-footer, is good. Anthony Davis... Ties the game at 12, eight and a half to go in the first. D'Angelo Russell dribbling the ball with his left hand. Picks the ball up, hands it to Allen, back to Russell, right side to Joe Harris. Harris goes between the legs, has the ball poked away. He picks it back up behind the half-court line, over to Karooks. Karooks tries to drive on Holiday, ball poked away. Harris picks it up, has it deflected, puts up a layup, no good. Rebound, Allen, and he throws it down with the right hand. Jared Allen taking advantage of a second-chance opportunity. The Nets a little bit fortunate on that possession as the ball was poked away twice, but it landed in Nets' hands. Here's Davis with the ball, top of the key, guarded by Allen, hands it off to Moore. Moore, curling, gets to the free-throw line, throws it right side, Davis. Face up, 17-footer, nails it. Little jab step to create space, and we're knotted up at 14. Here's Russell again, dribbling left, throws it right side to Dudley. Fake handoff, gets all the way to the hoop and lays it in. Crafty play there from Jared Dudley. Nets lead at 16-14. Here's Peyton with the basketball left wing. Gets a screen from Davis. Drives to the free throw line. Still with the dribble. Hands it off to Randall. Randall on the right side. Guarded by Dudley. Gets double teamed. Beautiful double by Russell. Randall still somehow comes up with it though. It drives left and finishes at the rim. It looked like they had him all contained there. But he was able to regain the basketball. Here's a pick and roll with... Russell and Allen, and Davis is going to be called for the bump as he tried to stop Allen from rampaging to the basket. 
Great start to this ball game. We're all knotted up at 16-7-19 to go in the first quarter. New Orleans Pelicans at the Brooklyn Nets. Both teams with 17-21 and 21 records. Joe Harris will inbound it on the near sideline. Again, Nets going from right to left in this opening quarter. Throws it into Allen. Right side to Karuks. Back to Harris. Harris fakes the three. Drives right of the paint. Attacks Davis and lays it up and in off the glass with the right hand. Joe Harris getting off to a great start in this one. And the Nets lead again by two. As we hit the seven-minute mark of this first quarter, Peyton walking it into the front court. Now at the top of the key, finds more on the cut. More back out to Davis right side. He'll post up, gets into the paint, gets double teamed, kicks it out. Peyton, top of the key, three, drilled it. Alfred Peyton shooting the three ball better this season at around 40% despite uh, limited attempts. As we've got a timeout, I believe Brooklyn called it, trailing by one here. Under seven minutes to go in this opening quarter. Yeah, Alfred Payton, when he's been out there, he, uh, he's he been pretty good for them. Uh, averaging a little over nine points and around five rebounds and five assists. Uh, you know, not uh, not super impressive numbers, but they don't need him to be, uh, you know, a real high scorer. They just need to, him to uh, kind of operate in that uh, Rajon Rondo role that Rondo played last season where he gets the team into their offense uh, runs the break, uh, you know, hits an occasional open shot, and also can attack the basket and uh, and and set up some players with his passing skills. So he's he's really been pretty good for them. And he's also, I think, been been a, a better defensive player uh, than Rondo was last year for the Pelicans. So uh, Alfred Payton, I think, is is pretty important. And and one of the things I've heard a lot uh, in regards to the the Pelicans' struggles and and people being very skeptical of this team is you know. The idea that, well, if Alfred Payton is the guy that's missing most of the games and, and he's the reason why you're really struggling, you know, you're probably not that great of a team. And and most of the time that's probably true. You know, Alfred Payton is a, a low-end starting caliber point guard at best. Uh, and, and typically guys like that aren't going to make a huge impact uh, game to game. But it, it's it's all about context. And as, as far as this Pelicans team is concerned, you know they uh, when when they don't have Alfred Payton out there, they're uh, they're relying on uh, on Tim Frazier to be their starting point guard. And frankly, Tim Frazier I don't even think is is necessarily even an okay backup point guard. I think he's really more of a third string point guard in in uh, you know at best. And so you know you you move. Peyton out of there and you put Frazier in, and and the drop off is 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 huge. And, you know, you, you talk about, oh, well, if Anthony Davis missed as many games as Alfred Payton, you could certainly understand why this, the Pelicans would struggle then. But, you know, if the Pelicans had uh, an, an all-star uh, behind Anthony Davis that uh, that could come in and, and fill those shoes, the gap would be probably pretty similar to what the gap is between, you know, Alfred Payton, a starting caliber point guard, and a third string point guard. You know, so so it's all about context, and and I think the the drop off at the point guard position has been has been significant, and and it's not just been Alfred Payton that's been out. You know, Anthony Davis himself has missed five games. Nikola Mirotic has missed thirteen. So they've just been decimated by injuries, and and I think once this once this team uh, really gets back to full health, they'll they'll be in good shape. As coming out of the timeout, the Nets have the basketball. D'Angelo Russell throws it to Dudley, hands it off to Harris. Harris right side to Allen, who hands it to Russell. Russell picks up his dribble, 
Throws it to Allen, top of the key, hand off to Harris. Seven on the shot clock, gets a screen from Allen. Harris drives left, gets into the paint, hands it off to Karuks. Beautiful shot fake, got to the other side of the rim, but then airballed it. Anthony Davis gets the rebound, he pushes it for the Pelicans. Here's the ball inside to Randall, he puts it up. No, but Davis is there for the tip-in slam. So the Pelicans now lead it 21-18 as Russell with the ball for the Nets, dribbling the left hand, has the ball poked away, recovers it, and now he's fouled by Drew Holiday. Pelicans on a little run here, 5-0 run as they were down 18-16. Now they're up 21-18 as uh, we're approaching the halfway mark of this of this opening quarter. Joe Harris will inbound it on the near sideline, kicks it up to Allen, top of the key, right side to Dinwiddie who just checked in, as well as Shabazz Napier. Napier with the basketball throws it right side to Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie dribbling with left hand, awaiting a screen from Allen. Goes the other way, finds Allen on the roll. He picks up his dribble, kicks it out to Harris. Harris, free throw line jumper, no good. Rebound Davis. Davis kicks it to Holiday. Holiday dribbling down the right sideline, throws it left side, Peyton. Peyton gets into the paint, tries to throw it into Randall, deflected by Dudley. Here is Dinwiddie on the break, and he'll pull it back out, kicks it Napier. Napier fakes the three as Peyton got back just in time to contest that shot. So Napier pulls it out. He'll get a screen from Dudley. Napier snakes the screen, kicks it out to Dudley, dribbles left, gets to the elbow. Now kicks it back out to Dud- or Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie now isolated against Randall. Four on the shot clock. Drives left. Gets all the way to the bucket. Tries a reverse. No good. Rebound Davis. Davis will kick it to Peyton. Peyton right side. Right corner. Drew Holiday three. That one's off the side of the rim. No good. Rebound to Allen. Allen kicks it to Shabazz Napier. Napier dribbling left. Gets to the paint. Throws the lob to Allen. No. And we've got a foul though as uh, I believe maybe Anthony Davis was there to try to contest that lob attempt. He doesn't like the call, as uh, looks like we're going to have another couple of subs here as uh, Damari Carroll at the scorer's table for the Nets and Tim Frazier and Solomon Hill at the table for the Pelicans. Allen at the line for two. The first one is up and in. As Dudley will check out for Carroll... As Julius Randle will come out as uh, as Solomon Hill gives him a rest. And I believe Alfred Payton checked out as uh, as Tim Frazier now into the ballgame. Allen knocks down both free throws. It's now 21-20. Pelicans lead by one as we hit the five-minute mark of this opening period. Solomon Hill dribbling with the basketball on the right wing. Throws it up top to Frazier, right side to Holiday. Holiday up top to Anthony Davis, dribbling with his left hand towards the right elbow, fakes the handoff, now dribbles towards the corner. Now he'll drive baseline on Allen. Nice contest on the layup. No good. Rebound, Carroll. Allen doing a good job standing up to Davis there. Here's Napier, left wing to Dinwiddie. He drives past Moore, gets all the way to the hoop and lays it in. Spencer Dinwiddie with a nice finish. And the Nets retake the lead, 22-21. to Here's Anthony Davis at the top of the key, guarded by Allen, dribbling with his left hand, now towards the circle. He'll hand it off to Moore. Moore gets over to the left wing, pulls up a floater from there off the back of the rim. No good. Allen with another strong rebound who hands it off to Napier. Napier left side to Carroll. Carroll guarded by Hill. He'll hand it off to Harris. Harris fakes the three, tried to find Carroll on the roll, and Carroll uh, was not rolling. He has stayed put, and the ball is out of bounds. It will go back to New Orleans. Darius Miller into the ballgame for the Pelicans. And Etwan Moore will take a seat. 
Tim Frazier will walk it up into the front court for New Orleans. Dribbling with his left hand now towards the left side. Guarded by Napier. Throws it right side to Hill. Hill now left side to Davis. Drives left baseline on Allen. A beautiful up and under move, but the reverse doesn't go, and it's out of bounds to the Nets. Jared Allen doing a pretty solid job defensively on Davis so far. That was a heck of a move, but still a very tough finish that Davis tried to pull off and not able to convert. The Nets are also in the bonus here as Ed Davis into the ball game for Brooklyn. Shabazz Napier at the Brooklyn logo throws it right side to Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie gets a screen from Davis, gets to the free throw line. Still dribbling with his left hand, now throws it up top to Napier. Left wing, Harris three, no good. Fight for the rebound, Davis pokes it out to Frazier. Frazier on the run, three on three, but he loses the basketball, picked up by Harris. Harris will fire it right side to Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie now stepping back on Davis, right wing three, and he nailed it. Spencer Dinwiddie, a big-time shot there, and the Nets lead 25-21. Here comes New Orleans right back down as uh, Dinwiddie was caught on Davis going down the other way, and uh, he is called for the foul as uh, the lob was thrown into Davis. That's something New Orleans does a really good job of in the event, you know, on the on the defensive possession, Davis contesting Dinwiddie's three. Uh, they then immediately ran down, and Davis able to take advantage of the mismatch and draw the foul as Davis will check out and Randall coming back into the ballgame. So, again, no Miritich, it appears, tonight for the Pelicans. He's been a big loss for them. This is his 14th game missed out of the 39 that they've played, including this one. Here's Randall, the basketball on the right elbow, guarded by Davis, dribbling with his right hand. Tries to hand it off to Miller, but D'Angelo Russell there to steal it. He's got a two-on-one, finds Carroll cutting down the lane, but he has the ball poked away. Here's Drew Holiday, back for New Orleans, gets to the free-throw line, into the paint, finds a cutting Randall, and he is fouled by Ed Davis, and he will go to the line. Real exciting back-and-forth play there, both teams with some pretty good opportunities, but solid transition defense. Brooklyn, 25, New Orleans, 21, 3-0-1 to go in this first quarter. Randall putting up 33 points in the last game against Minnesota. He's uh, he's really been excellent, a great addition to this Pelicans team, and he's been huge, especially with the absence of Miritich filling in at that starting power forward spot. Like I said, it will be interesting to see and, and fun to watch this team once, once Randall, Miritich, and Davis, as well as Peyton, are all healthy as uh, Randall knocking down both free throws. Brooklyn 25, New Orleans 23, as Dinwiddie getting into the paint, kicks it out right wing, Napier 3, no good, rebound, poked out by Davis, it goes in the hands of Russell, who throws it right wing to Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie dribbling with his right hand, throws it to Napier. Napier guarded by Miller, he'll isolate, gets to the free throw line, step back to his left, and he nailed it. Shabazz Napier giving the Nets a 27-23 edge. Two and a half minutes to go in the opening stanza. Here's Randall with a handoff to Holiday. Holiday pull-up jumper from the free throw line is good. 27-25 now. The Nets lead is down to two. Dinwiddie dribbling on the right wing. Dribbling now with his left towards the top of the key. Throws it left corner. D'Angelo Russell three is good. Russell knocking down the corner tray. And the Nets lead is up to five. Here's Holiday with the basketball on the right wing. Gets to the free throw line. Kicks it out. Randall fakes the wide open three. Now hands it back to Holiday. Holiday dribbling right, gets right at the paint. A Euro step move, and he nailed it. Beautiful footwork there from Holiday, and the Nets lead down to three. A beautiful pass there as 
D'Angelo Russell finds Ed Davis cutting to the basket. He slipped him with a pocket pass, got through a couple of Pelicans defenders, and Davis had the wide-open slam. Nets 32, Pelicans 27. Randall with the basketball, hands it off. Holiday, top of the key three, no good. Rebound Davis. Davis hands it off to Napier. Napier to the top of the key, drives left into the paint, picks up his dribble, throws it up top to Russell. Russell at the Brooklyn Nets logo. Tries to throw it to Carroll, right wing. His three is no good. Rebound to Miller. Miller hands it to Holiday, who gets it to Frazier. Frazier, right wing, up top, Holiday. Holiday hands it to Randall. He'll try to cross over on Davis, but the ball poked away. Rebound by Napier. Napier, dribbling with his left hand, gets over to the left wing, now up top to Russell. Russell with 15 on the shot clock, getting a screen from Davis, dribbling left to the left wing, guarded by Hill. Drives past him, gets into the paint, and he draws the foul. So D'Angelo Russell, with the Nets in the bonus, will go to the line for two as we've got another timeout on the floor. As Brooklyn leads at 32-27, 56.7 to go in the opening period. So uh, looking at, uh, I was mentioning the fact that Julius Randle has been huge for the Pelicans uh, stepping in for Miritich in the starting lineup. And Randle's uh, 17 starts so far heading into this game, uh, he is averaging 23.4 points per game, 10.5 rebounds, and shooting uh, about 54% from the field. Got over a 60% true shooting on the season as well. Uh, Randall has just been really dominant. It is it is amazing to me that the Lakers let him go. Uh, you know, obviously he, he has his issues defensively. He's not much of a rim protector. Uh, but, uh, you know, he, he can switch a little bit on defense. And, you know, as an offensive force, as a big man, he is just so difficult to stop, especially against switching defenses. I think that's where I'm so high on this Pelicans team this year, uh, even as opposed to last season, because they had nobody like Randall, and in that series against Golden State with the Warriors doing a lot of switching, the Pelicans just didn't have enough guys that could really take advantage of those mismatches, but Randall certainly is one of the best in the league just because of his size and strength, and uh, he has really developed a uh, quite a move set. He, he's got uh, uh, a lot of tools in his arsenal in the block and in the face-up game to spin uh, you know, to, to shot fake, do up and unders, uh, he and and use his body to just bully guys. I think he may he's going to make a big difference if the Pelicans do make the playoffs. And I have to I have to state that that is an if at this point with them 14th in the conference. But if they make the playoffs, he adds another dimension to their offense. That that uh, and again their their offense, despite their record, is fourth in the NBA. So, you know, the Pelicans certainly have one of the best offenses in the league, and Randall has been a big part of that. Uh, that you know, with, with the likes of Davis and Miritich and Holiday, they're going to have uh, enough scoring out there on the floor in a playoff setting to, to get that side of the ball done. The, the key is going to be defense. And when you have Holiday and Davis, a, a, you know, a, a lockdown perimeter and a lockdown interior defensive stopper, those guys are going to play more minutes in the postseason. You know, your whole team is going to be able to get locked in on opponents, uh, you know, sets and uh, their, uh, you know, the, the player tendencies and all of those things. So I, I still think New Orleans is, is certainly a threat, but they're going to have to get this turned around soon. And, and hopefully, uh, as far as the health is concerned with this team, that uh, they're, they're on the mend uh, with Peyton back and, uh, of course, Miritich, I think, close to returning. 
they they should be uh, you know starting to uh, to show their what they're capable of as uh, D'Angelo Russell now back from the timeout knocking down the first free throw. Russell was fouled uh, prior to the timeout as Russell knocks down both, and the Nets now have 34 points in this opening quarter. They lead it by seven. 50 seconds to go in the period. Holiday finding Julius Randle, right elbow, gets double teamed, throws it right corner. Frazier now onto the short corner to Holiday. Holiday, a beautiful left handed bounce pass to Randle on the cut, and he flushes it home with two hands. 40.8 to go in this first quarter. Let's see if Brooklyn goes for a two-for-one here, leading by five as Napier picks up the ball, dribbling with his left hand, gets a double screen, throws it back to Carroll, right wing, fakes the three, gets into the paint. His floater is good, and they executed the two-for-one perfectly as there's about an eight-second differential between the game and shot clock. Nets 36, Pelicans 29. Here's Randall with the basketball on the right elbow. 22 on the game clock, 12 on the shot clock. Here's a pull-up jumper from Darius Miller. That one's no good. Rebound, Russell. And he will probably try to dribble it out and take the last shot. Ten seconds to go in the first half. Russell at the logo, guarded by Holiday, waiting a screen from Davis. Will drive right, kicks it to Carroll. Carroll fakes the three, finds Napier, left wing three at the buzzer, and he drilled it. Shabazz Napier knocking it down at an excellent first quarter for the Brooklyn Nets as they put up a 39-point quarter on the Pelicans' defense. And a beautiful sequence there, good ball movement, and uh, they knew just how much time was left. Napier releasing that shot with about .6 left on the game clock. And at the end of one, the Nets take a double-digit lead, 39-29. to Really fun first quarter there, a lot of scoring. I was kind of... Uh, I was kind of expecting that heading into this ball game. That was one of the reasons why I picked this one. Also, because I haven't had a lot of opportunities to discuss, uh, you know, the Pelicans and Nets thus far in in any of my episodes from this season. But uh, if uh, if you haven't listened to any of my previous uh, material, uh, the last few weeks uh, I've been off. But uh, prior to that, I did a, an episode with Evan Dial on the. Uh, on the, the Charlotte Hornets, I've discussed a, a variety of other teams, including the Magic, the uh, the Dallas Mavericks, the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, so uh, you know, plenty of uh, plenty of material out there if you want to take a look at uh, at at some of my previous content. And uh, I look forward to uh, uh, the next couple of weeks where I'll try to dive into some more teams and uh, and perhaps some some league wide uh, discussion. But uh, it, it has been a, a really fun year in the NBA. Uh, a, a lot of parody, to be honest, that I wasn't really expecting. I, I kind of, uh, you know, heading into the season, expected the likes of Houston and Golden State and, and Boston and Toronto to maybe all approach that 60-win plateau. But, but uh, really, you know, none of those teams seem to be uh, on the pace to, to really do that. And uh, nobody has really separated themselves from the pack. Of course, Toronto and Milwaukee, uh, pretty tight uh, for that one-two seed in the East. And uh, you know, Golden State not even sitting in in first in in the West. So uh, you know, with with the likes of uh, of Denver having a, having a really productive season so far, Oklahoma City as well. And then you've got some surprises in both uh, in 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 both conferences in terms of teams that are, uh, are really struggling. You know, the Houston Rockets not doing nearly as well as, uh, as anyone expected. And the Boston Celtics really struggled earlier, early uh, on in the season, as, uh, as we're now back from 
from the break, and we start the second quarter with the Nets with the basketball going from right to left. Here's Russell with the ball at the top of the key, fakes the three, now takes it. No good. A rebound, though, by Ed Davis, who will kick it out to Napier. Napier gets a screen from Davis. Right corner, 17-footer. He drilled it. Shot that one over Davis and knocked it down. The Nets lead it by 12 now with 11.5 to go in the first half. Fraser up top to Darius Miller. Miller, guarded by Carroll, throws it left side. Davis fakes the 18-footer, drives left, and there's a hand check. I believe it's going to be called on Ed Davis. Nets shooting nearly 61% in that opening quarter. Five of eight from three, seven assists, just three turnovers. Really productive offensive period for the home team tonight. On the floor for the Pelicans, it's Frazier, Moore, Davis, Hill, and Miller. Davis with the basketball at the at the free throw line, hands it off to Frazier. Frazier pulls up from 15, no good. Fight for the rebound, rebound by Davis. Davis, Napier, Carroll, Russell, and Karooks for the Nets to start the second quarter. As Napier hands it off to Russell, right corner, Karooks drives right past Solomon Hill and lays it up and in. Beautiful play there from Karooks. Davis hasn't uh, hasn't shown as much rim protection so far in the early going. He's had a couple of opportunities to to contest some shots at the rim, and he's kind of just gotten out of the way. Here's Moore with the basketball, finds Davis right side, fakes the 15-footer, gets to the basket, lays it up, no good. Rebound Davis. That one rolled off the rim. Ed Davis hands it off to Russell. Russell finds Davis cutting down, and he is fouled by Tim Frazier. As Anthony Davis was hoping for a foul on the other end, he fell down, and that allowed Ed Davis uh, to run down the floor and uh, and get that pass and, and draw the foul on the Pelicans. Davis averaging 5.6 points and 8.3 rebounds on the season, shooting over 60% from the field. But uh, a really solid start here for the Nets. Leading by 14, and Davis will tr- look to extend that as he misses the first. As we've got Frank Jackson checking into the ballgame for New Orleans. He acts as a, as a third point guard, can play a little bit off the ball at the two as well. But that's where New Orleans, you know, could really use a, a, another wing, give them a little bit more size. As uh, the rebound is missed, but the ball is deflected back to Davis. He finds D'Angelo Russell left corner to Damari Carroll, and he drills the three. So the Nets' lead has ballooned to 17 here. And wouldn't be surprised to see the Pelicans call a timeout here soon, especially if they don't uh, score here. Here's Miller with the basketball, throws it left side to Frazier. Frazier awaiting a screen from Davis, will get it, gets to the free throw line. Dribbling his right hand, stops there, gets double teamed, has the ball poked away, picks it back up, though, in the left corner and hits the 16-footer. So a sloppy possession there, but results in a bucket for New Orleans. A much-needed one at that. Here's Russell with the ball on the right side. He finds a cutting Napier. Napier gets doubled along the baseline, now kicks it back out to Russell. Russell with 12 on the shot clock, gets a screen from Karuks. Now will won't use it now, but gets a switch with Miller. He'll isolate against Miller. Five on the shot clock. Goes between the legs. Top of the key. Three. Rattles out. Karuks there is on the glass for the putback. Heads up play there. As here comes New Orleans. Frazier pushing the pace. Finds Davis left side. He's facing up against Ed Davis. Will pull up from 18 and knock it down. Anthony Davis becoming one of the better mid-range shooters in the NBA. Still hasn't been able to uh, to really effectively extend his range to the three-point line. He shoots a little bit from there, but uh, not at a great percentage. Russell with the ball 
on the left side, throws it right side to Napier. Napier against Frazier, going between the legs, pulls up from 18 and hits it. Shavaz Napier, a couple of ISO plays for him, and he's made the Pelicans pay. Here's Davis with a basketball on the left side, fakes a handoff, throws it up top to Frazier. Frazier gets a screen, left wing three, that one's well short. Rebound Davis. Davis hands it to Russell. Russell throws it right side to Carroll. He's got an open three, knocks it down again. Damari Carroll gives the Nets a 20-point lead, and the Pelicans are going to call time here. Nets 53, New Orleans 33 with 8 minutes and 31 seconds to go in the second quarter. The New Orleans Pelicans defense has just been non-existent thus far, especially in transition. As we've got a, a timeout, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been it's been quite the struggle, quite the struggle for New Orleans. But you know, re- going back to the fact that you know Frank Jackson is playing minutes as well as Tim Frazier for this Pelicans team, uh, you know, I was shocked to see that New Orleans. And, and you know maybe maybe they uh, they did uh, contact Phoenix a little bit more on the down low, but I was surprised to see that New Orleans wasn't more interested in picking up a guy like Trevor Ariza. Ariza, of course, going to uh, to the Wizards eventually after uh, a lot of drama revolving around him and uh, and trades that didn't actually end up happening. But New Orleans, you know, with Ariza, like Ariza's the guy that they need. They need a a, a three that can. Uh, you know, be low usage. They've got enough guys with with Holiday, with Julius Randle, with Anthony Davis that can can score and create. Uh, but they they need more guys that uh, not can not only knock down threes but also defend threes. And when I say defend threes, I'm talking small forwards and and the bigger small forwards like your LeBron James, like your Kevin Durant, and you know Trevor Ariza showed last year in the playoffs against the Warriors. Uh, you know, how good he was at defending Durant. I uh, haven't seen too many guys defend Durant better than he did uh, in that seven-game battle. But New Orleans, I think, missed a big-time opportunity. You know, especially given the, the stakes with uh, with Anthony Davis and the fact that uh, he's only got one year on his contract left after this season. Uh, there's there's a lot of, uh, of rumors about the Lakers and, and other various teams trying to trade for Anthony Davis. LeBron coming out and saying that he would love to play with him, which of course who who which player wouldn't uh, you know love to play with uh, with Anthony Davis? But uh, they they missed a big time opportunity there with Ariza, but uh, they they still have some more opportunities. We've got uh, you know a little over a month uh, until the trade deadline for them to to add somebody, but they need another guy that can knock down shots, but more importantly, defend opposition wing players, uh, you know, and give them a little bit more stoutness on the defensive end. As we're back, uh, we're back from commercial, Carroll providing, Damari Carroll, that is, providing a big-time spark for the Nets off the bench, knocking down several threes and uh, extending the Nets' lead. They've gone on a great run to start uh, this second quarter. They've outscored New Orleans 14-4. to in the period. Alfred Payton back into the ball game for the Pelicans. You know, talking about a guy like Tim Frazier, he, uh, you know, my exact reason for, uh, you know, skepticism about the whole idea that, oh, Alfred Payton shouldn't be that big of an issue. Well, you know, Tim Frazier is your backup, and he's not very good. As Davis, with the ball out of the timeout, will drive right and draw the foul. He'll go to the line. 
Davis just uh, really effective at, at that face-up option now, can knock down the shot, and of course with that elite, at, elite athleticism and length can, uh, can get to the basket against most bigs. So Davis will fire up the first free throw, and that is good. 8.16 to go in the second quarter. Nets lead at 53-34. to Davis trying to cut the lead down to 18 with his second free throw, and he does just that. Davis now with, with 10 points on the evening. As Ed Davis with the basketball now throws it right side to Russell. He'll take a right wing three. That one's no good. Rebound, Davis. Davis will dribble it up himself, throws it right side, Darius Miller, right wing three is good. Pretty decent contest there, but Miller able to knock down the cold-blooded three. 53-38 now, the lead down to 15. Russell up top to Carroll, Carroll dribbling with his left hand, throws it left side to Karooks, he'll fire the three ball and knock it down. Karooks with a couple of uh, putbacks as well as that three, he's uh, providing some decent production and... uh, it looks like Alvin Drentry is going to call another timeout. Not happy with the defense there. It looked like Karuks was kind of left open, and uh, he was not happy with that on the defensive end. So uh, kind of a, a Greg Popovich-esque timeout there from Alvin Gentry after we just had a, a timeout just a moment ago. But, but it'll be interesting to see if New Orleans is able to, to pick up somebody either on the buyout market or to potentially use their first-round pick to uh, to acquire somebody in a trade, but I think they need to pull the trigger, and if they have to use another first-round pick to, to get a guy that not only gets them into the playoffs but gives them a better chance in the postseason to show Anthony Davis that, uh, that they are a team that can compete uh, for uh, for the playoffs and, and can compete for titles. Uh, you know, because if, if you don't use that first-round pick and get somebody and say the worst-case scenario, New Orleans straight-up misses the playoffs. You know, Anthony Davis is, is going to request a trade. Uh, if not at the end of the season, he's just going to leave at the end of his contract, and and uh, that's a worst-case scenario for New Orleans. They've either, you know, I, I'm all for New Orleans uh, not trading him yet and, uh, and and trying to see what they have with this team because they, they haven't had an opportunity to see what they uh, what they are like full strength. They, they were a second-round playoff team last season, and uh, I think they got better this year with their roster. So, you know, I, I still think the ceiling's pretty high, but, you know, also the uh, the floor is pretty low here, especially given that they are 14th in the West, and there are a lot of teams in the West that will be competing all season long for the playoffs. And, you know, who's to say that, uh, that New Orleans is ever going to get healthy this season? You know, they, they could say, you know, any injury to Anthony Davis and their season is over. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's going to be very fascinating to watch, and it's a it's a very intriguing subplot heading into this offseason, the status of Anthony Davis and what's going to happen with him, whether they're going to trade him or not, and, and what team will acquire him. Of course, there's the whole thing about the Celtics and not being able to trade for him this season uh, due to the fact that uh, Kyrie Irving is also eligible for, a, I believe, a Supermax extension, and you can't have multiple players... Uh, on your roster that have yet that are eligible for that um, so the Celtics can't trade for him until the offseason uh, but uh, but if if Davis is still on the roster in the offseason and, and the Pelicans either miss the playoffs or you know 
lost in the first round or lost in the second round very, you know, convincingly. You know, I, I would not be surprised to see Anthony Davis on the Celtics as, as early as next year. As uh, out of the timeout, we've got Peyton with the basketball, throws it left elbow to Julius Randle, hands it off to Moore. Moore finds Davis on the left block, guarded by Ed Davis. Davis drives right, jump hook over Davis. Can't get the roll. It bounced on the rim about five or six times. Tough luck there as the Nets now with the basketball with Damari Carroll on the right wing gets a screen from Davis, finds Davis on the roll, and he puts the layup in on the other side. Uh, beautiful offense there from Brooklyn. And the lead is back up to 20. Etwan Moore with the ball, top of the key to Davis. Davis guarded by Karuks. Throws it to Randall. Randall right block, guarded by Ed Davis. Now spins baseline, bullying his way. Now fade away along the baseline. That one's short. Davis pokes the ball out, picked up by D'Angelo Russell, finds a cutting Dinwiddie, and he lays it up and in. The Nets now lead at 60-38. to The Nets putting on an exhibition here, blowing out the Pelicans thus far. Here's Etwan Moore with the ball inside, has the ball blocked by Russell, but he picks it back up and puts it in. So 60-40 to now, lead back down to 20. Russell with the basketball for the Nets. Losing his dribble, picks it back up. Now gets a screen, gets to the free throw line. Gets double teamed and draws a foul. Looks like Darius Miller stuck his hand in there and and got Russell on the arm. Carroll will inbound at far sideline, gets it into Davis, hands it off to Russell. Russell dribbling right. Now switched on to by Darius Miller. Russell will attack him, crosses over, gets into the paint, kicks it out to Dinwiddie. Right wing three ball is good. Spencer Dinwiddie knocking down another shot. And the Nets lead it 63-40 as we approach the halfway mark of the second quarter. Here's Miller with the basketball, dribbles to the right elbow, back to Davis, left wing three, no good. Rebound to Carroll. Carroll dribbling with the ball down the left sideline, hands it off to Russell. Russell, dribbling with his right hand, finds Carroll. Carroll curling for a top-of-the-key three, no good. Rebound, Julius Randle. Randle will push it down the left sideline, into the front court, now to the left wing, guarded by Karuks, looking inside for Davis, up top to Peyton. Peyton fakes the three, crosses over on Russell, bullies him to the basket, and puts in the floater from five feet. Second time that uh, Peyton has just kind of overpowered Russell, driving to the basket. Here's Russell with the ball. Near the half-court line, dribbling his right hand, hands it off to Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie gets a screen from Davis, takes the three, no, but he draws the foul. We'll see if that is a shooting foul or not. It looks like it was one of those from a couple of years ago that uh, would have been called three. Actually, no, they are going to call that a three-point shot. And that appears to be a bad call because uh, it, it clearly looked like Etwan Moore Gave him a hand check, and then did what he felt the contact went into the shooting motion. And again, they changed that rule uh, last season. And uh, so that that's a poor call there as uh, Dinwiddie knocks down the first free throw. Second one is up and good as well. So that's 65. The Pelicans 42 as Drew Holiday checks back into the ballgame. 5.20 to go in the second quarter. So Dinwiddie knocking down the first two. He's got one more. Trying to knock down all three, and he does. Dinwiddie playing a pretty 
Fantastic game. He's got 13 on 4 of 5 from the field. New Orleans comes right back down after the missed free throw, and Etwan Moore gets an easy land. Poor transition defense there from the Nets. As Etwan Moore got behind his defender, did a little shot fake under the basket, able to finish it up and in with the right hand on the right side of the glass. Here's Allen. Throws it right wing to Dinwiddie. Gets a screen. Dinwiddie gets into the paint. Kicks it left wing to Carroll. Carroll fakes the three. Drives all the way to the paint and lays it up and in. Again, Anthony Davis nowhere to be found on the rim contest. As here is Peyton pushing it back down for New Orleans. And he draws a foul. I believe it's going to be on Dinwiddie. Brooklyn with a 24-point lead here in the second quarter. Really shocking stuff here. As Etwan Moore near sideline gets it into Peyton. Peyton finds a cutting holiday left elbow. Picks up his dribble. Guarded by Joe Harris. Here's a floater in the paint. Puts it up and in. A beautiful spin move to get there from Holiday. And the lead is down to 22. Dinwiddie with the basketball dribbling towards the right corner. Spins, picks up his dribble, kicks it out to Harris. Right side to Dudley, hands it off to Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie getting a screen from Dudley. Now switched on to by Randall. Ten on the shot clock. Dinwiddie dribbling with his left. Drives right to the paint. Puts up a floater off the rim. No good. Rebound Davis. Davis will kick it to Peyton. Right side to Moore. Fakes the three. Gets into the paint. Beautiful Euro step, but can't finish the layup. Ball is deflected off of Jared Dudley. And it will be out of bounds to New Orleans. 4.09 to go in the second quarter. 14 on the shot clock for the Pelicans. Brooklyn 68, New Orleans 46. Ball inbounded to Davis. Davis at the elbow. Drives left. Puts up a floater from 13 feet and knocks it down. Great touch there from the Brown. Here's Dinwiddie with the basketball. Dribbling his right hand. Gets a screen from Allen. Gets to the right elbow. Gets into the paint. Throws it left side to Harris. Harris fakes the three. Gets in. Spin move on Holiday. Puts up the shot off the glass. No good. Rebound Davis. Davis will push it for New Orleans. Finds Randall. Randall picks up his dribble. Back to Davis. Left side. Peyton wing three off the back of the rim. No good. Rebound Allen who will hand it off to Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie into the front court. Gets a screen. Full head of steam. Gets to the basket. Now step back along the baseline. No, but we've got a foul and it's going to be an offensive foul as it appeared that Dinwiddie According to the referee, kicked out his leg to uh, to try to draw the contact on Randall, who tried to contest. That appears to be a good call as well as Dinwiddie uh, along the uh, the right baseline, kicking out his right leg. You don't see that called enough, in my opinion, but uh, good call there as the Pelicans get it back, trailing by 20. Peyton left corner, Anthony Davis three ball. That one's good. Big shot there as the Pelicans trying to get back into this one. 68-51 to 51 now. They trail the Nets by 17. Davis now with 15 points on 6 of 11 from the field as we approach the three-minute mark of the second quarter. Napier with a basketball 12 on the shot clock up top to Dudley, or Dudley. Left side to Harris. Back right side to Napier into Harris who drives into the paint, finds a cutting Carroll, but his shot is blocked by Davis. Davis gets it, finds Etwan Moore right side, left side to Peyton, gets into the paint. Right wing, Moore, three ball. That's good as well. And the Pelicans have cut the lead down to 14. I believe this is a 8-0 run here as they were down by as much as 22. Or excuse me, a 10-0 run as they were down, I believe, 68-44. to 
So uh, a nice run here from New Orleans to try to get back into the ball game, and it was fueled there by Anthony Davis on the defensive end, getting the block, getting them in transition, and more tanking advantage with the open three. But, uh, you know, looking at more of, uh, of New Orleans and, and their roster, you know, they, they've gotten good production from, from their main guys, Nikola Miritich, in the games that he has played. When he's been in the starting lineup, which has been for 22 games, he's averaged just about 19 points a game, 10 rebounds, shooting over 36% from three on seven and a half attempts a ball game. So he's been good for him. Uh, Drew Holiday has been, has been pretty good as well. Averaging about 21 points a game, 8.7 assists, which is top five in the league. Four and a half rebounds, 1.6 steals, and uh, shooting 47% from the field. Only issue with Holiday this season has been his three-point ball has not been falling, uh, shooting just 31.4% from downtown on the year. But guys like Etwan Moore, he's shooting 42.1% from three on three and a half attempts a game, averaging over 13 a game as well uh, as a starting two-guard and Darius Miller shooting over 38% from three off the bench. So uh, the Pelicans have gotten good production across the board. They just haven't been healthy. Here's Napier with a basketball out of the timeout for Brooklyn. Again, the Nets going from right to left. Napier was looking for the lob for Allen, but he lost it on the pass, picked up by Randall. Randall throws it left side to Davis. Davis handoff, fake handoff to Holiday. Now we'll look for Randall. Now back to Holiday. Holiday gets a screen from Davis, dribbling to the left elbow, into the paint. Beautiful pass fake and a left-handed shot off the glass and in. Gorgeous move from Drew Holiday. And the Pelicans now trail by just 12. As we approach the two-minute mark, again, miscommunication here from the Pelicans, but Peyton does a good job dealing with a two-on-one. As here's Carroll, left corner three. That's good. As Carroll and... Uh, it looked like it was Napier were guarded by one man for a while, and the Pelicans couldn't figure out who was guarding Carroll, and he finally got a decent open look and knocked it down. Moore with the ball on the right wing, looking inside for Randall, guarded by Dudley, fakes baseline, a beautiful spin move, left hand reverse though, no good, he was a little bit out of control, fight for the rebound, it's out of bounds off of the Pelicans, it'll be Brooklyn basketball. Randall with a good move, but looked to be a little bit out of control there. Not able to finish the, the reverse lay-in. A minute 33 to go in the first half. Nets lead at 15, trying to build it even more. Napier with a basketball at the Brooklyn logo. Throws it right side to Russell. Russell dribbling his right left hand, hands it off to Allen. Gets it back, drives right, now to Harris. Harris back to Russell. Russell guarded by Holiday, gets a screen from Allen, gets into the paint, fadeaway 13-footer, that's an air ball, and it will be New Orleans' ball. Good defense there, and a little bit uh, over-dribbling there, I think, from uh, from D'Angelo Russell. Here's Peyton with a basketball for the Pelicans, dribbles it in the front court, throws it left side to Moore. Moore tries to throw it to Holiday on the right wing, gets it to him, Holiday dribbles into the paint, kicks it left corner, Davis fakes the three. Now left wing to Peyton, six on the shot clock. Peyton drives left, tries to throw it to Davis, and uh, looked like he lost the basketball, then picked it back up, and he's going to be called for a travel. 51.6 seconds to go in the first half, and that's lead 71-56, to as Russell will let the ball bounce to about half court, picks it up, 
Now throws it right elbow to Allen. Hands it off to Napier. Napier dribbling with his right hand. Step back on the right side. That one rattles out. Rebound Holiday. 40 seconds on the game clock. He throws it to Moore, but Moore wasn't looking for it, and it bounced right off and picked up by Russell. Russell with 33 on the game clock will dribble with his left hand. Opportunity for a two-for-one, but they probably waited too long at this point. Russell driving left. Fadeaway jumper over Randall. He hits it. Really difficult shot there from D'Angelo Russell. Uh, it looked like he was going for a two-for-one, but there's only about a half-second differential, so New Orleans will be able to pretty much take this down to the first-half buzzer. Trailing by 17 here. Here's Peyton with the basketball on the left wing. Gets a screen from Davis. Gets to the free-throw line, and he is fouled. And I believe it's going to be on Shabazz Napier. And uh, that will turn off the shot clock. 6.6 .6 on the game clock. Pelicans will inbound it. That's the first foul in the final two minutes for Brooklyn. The 73 first-half points is the most this season scored by the Brooklyn Nets. Peyton will inbound at far sideline, gets it into Davis. Davis guarded by Allen, gets a screen from Holiday. will drive right of the paint, finds a cutting Peyton. He puts it up, and it's blocked by Allen. And I believe we're going to call, they're going to call goaltend on that one. Allen with a good attempt there. As here, the ball is inbounded with .9 on the clock, and Napier fires it up after the horn has sounded. So at the half, it's the Brooklyn Nets 73, the New Orleans Pelicans 58. The Brooklyn Nets with their season-high point total for a first half, playing really good basketball, getting good production from the likes of Joe Harris and Spencer Dinwiddie. And the Pelicans just, uh, their defense has been... Pretty non-existent in this ball game. That's that's one of the things that uh, I think New Orleans has struggled with. Is it's it's one thing to play with a, a really high pace, but they've uh, they've struggled, especially in this game, with their transition defense. A lot of that can be down to fatigue. Some of that can be just miscommunication with an up and down game, with the not knowing who you're supposed to be matched up with at a certain moment. Uh, you know, they they've let up a a couple of wide open threes, especially to Damari Carroll due to miscommunications and, and not knowing who is guarding him. So the Pelicans are certainly going to have to uh, to figure that stuff out here uh, as we get into the second half if they're going to try to come back into this ball game. Looking at some scores from around the association uh, in the third quarter with uh, just under four minutes left to go, the Miami Heat leading the Cleveland Cavaliers 76-62. to Also in the third quarter, seven minutes and 15 seconds to go in the period Washington Wizards, 77. Atlanta Hawks, 66. And also in the third, a blowout as the Dallas Mavericks leading the Charlotte Hornets, 86-55, to with just under five minutes to go in that third period. And uh, at the end of the first quarter, uh, the Orlando Magic really taking it to the Chicago Bulls. The Magic leading it 32-16 to at the end of one. And uh, the Boston Celtics with an early nine-point lead, 21-12 over Minnesota with 2.55 to go in the first quarter. And a tight one between the Pistons and the Grizzlies, Detroit leading at 26-24 at the end of one quarter. Looking at uh, some of the statistics here for, uh, for the Pelicans and the Nets, 
Anthony Davis leading the way for New Orleans with 15 points and 9 rebounds. Davis, 6 of 11 from the field, including a three-pointer. He's got three assists as well and uh, two fouls. Each one more, Julius Randle and Alfred Payton, all with 10 points each. And Drew Holiday with eight on four-for-eight shooting. Uh, Alfred Payton with not only the 10 points, but also the four assists as well for... uh, for the Brooklyn Nets, we've got uh, Jared Dudley with five points on two for two from the field, including a three. Joe Harris with seven points on three of seven shooting. Rodian Kurooks, I, uh, I may have butchered his first name. I haven't heard that pronounced too many times. Uh, with seven points, three of four from the field, a couple of rebounds. D'Angelo Russell with nine points, three of seven shooting. Jared Allen with six points uh, along with five rebounds, uh, the center for uh, for Brooklyn. And uh, off the bench, Nets getting some serious production off the pine. Spencer Dinwiddie, 13 points, four of six from the field, including two threes, three of three from the line, and a couple of assists. Damari Carroll, 13 points as well, including three three-pointers, three assists. And Shabazz Napier, four of seven from the field for his nine points. And Ed Davis has contributed four points and seven rebounds. So that's been really the story of the ball game. I think is the production of the of the Brooklyn Nets bench compared to uh, to the Pelicans. Looking at uh, what the the Pelicans have done uh, from a reserve standpoint, Darius Miller in 11 minutes has uh, three points, one of two from the field. Uh, Tim Frazier two points, one of three, and Solomon Hill and Frank Jackson in their combined nine minutes have have yet to score. So uh, that, that, that really is the difference. I think the Pelicans starters have, have done a decent job, but, but not having Miritich off the bench and or when Miritich starts having Randall, Randall's production off the bench, I think really hurts, hurts the Pelicans. So, uh, you know, they, uh, they, they seem to, whenever they have uh, one of their big, their big men, one of their three rotation bigs out, uh, they just don't have a lot of, uh, a lot of production there. But uh, looking at the team totals, uh, the Pelicans shooting 54.5% from the field, 24 of 44, 5 of 11 from 3 for 45.5%, 5 of 5 from the free throw line. Uh, they've got 13 rebounds, 12 assists, and uh, as well as just 6 turnovers. For the Nets, shooting a blistering 60% from the field, 27 of 45 10 of 18 from 3 for 55.6%. Also getting the line a little bit more at 9 of 11. They also have uh, have won the, the rebounding game as well with 21 rebounds to the Pelicans 13. And uh, assists, they've got 16 to the Pelicans 12. And uh, both teams with just the, uh, the 6 turnovers. So for as fast-paced of a game as this has been, uh, you know the the fact that both teams have just six turnovers really taking care of the basketball is pretty is pretty impressive. But uh, I've, I've talked a lot about the uh, the Pelicans so far, so I'm going to start to talk a little bit about uh, what I've seen from from the Brooklyn Nets and and what they've been doing lately, and a couple of uh, the things they're going to have to decide this off season. Uh, you know, I, I mentioned that Spencer Dinwiddie's been having a great half. He's had a, a really great stretch ever since that horrible injury to Karis LeVert. He's really stepped up. In the month of December, he averaged 20 points per game. 
uh, for the season, averaging 17.5 a game, 5.3 assists, shooting over 37% from three on nearly 25% usage, also getting to the free throw line a decent amount, averaging five free throw attempts a ball game, and, uh, you know, at 60% true shooting. So uh, Dinwiddie playing really good basketball. Another guy that uh, is doing fantastic is Joe Harris, you know, averaging over 13 points per game. The shooting numbers are just incredible from Harris. 50.9% from the field, including over 48% from three, which leads to a true shooting percentage, an absurd 65.8%. So Joe Harris has just been shooting the lights out all season long. We'll see if that continues, but uh, he's certainly a guy that, uh, that has been a big spark for this Nets recent run. D'Angelo Russell, another guy that uh, uh, averaging nearly 18 points a game, six assists. You know, the counting stats are pretty impressive for the guy, but uh, all the advanced numbers uh, just look really, really depressing. Uh, you know, shooting just about 40, or excuse me, 35.5% from three point line. Uh, and, you know, due to the fact that he never gets to. Uh, Never gets to the free throw line, doesn't really get to the rim and get easy buckets. Uh, his true shooting percentage is 50.9%, which is well below league average, and on 30% usage. So he's uh, you know taking a ton of shots and uh, not doing it in an efficient manner. And uh, it's reflected in the, in the Nets' play when he's on the floor. The Nets have a negative 8.8 net rating when Russell is on the floor. 102.8 offensive rating, which again, uh, if you don't know what uh, net rating is, that's essentially, uh, you know, the the score per 100 possessions when a certain player is on the floor. So when D'Angelo Russell is on the floor, per 100 possessions, they score 102.8 points, the Nets do, and they allow 111.6, which again, those two numbers, uh, you know, you're allowing more than you're, get, you're scoring. So he's at a negative net rating of 8.8 really not good and uh, the the big question for the Nets coming into this offseason or this upcoming offseason is uh, is his restricted free agency you know they they paid a big price uh, you know in taking Timofey Mozgov's contract from the Lakers and also giving up a first round pick in the deal to get D'Angelo Russell that was a bold move they thought you know we don't have a lot uh, you know, a lot of ways to acquire star talent because they haven't had their own pick for ex- an extended period of time due to that Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce trade back in, I believe, 2013. Uh, so, you know, they they, t- they they went for that. They thought, you know, this guy's a, a second overall pick in the draft. He's uh, He's got a lot of potential. But uh, from what I've seen so far, not only this season, but throughout his career, there hasn't been the development for me. His true shooting percentage has been right around 51% for his entire career. As I mentioned, doesn't get to the line, lacks that explosive quickness, that first step. You rarely see him just blow by and get layups or, uh, you know, able to finish around the rim. And, you know, he doesn't draw fouls because he's not driving too often. So he's resorting almost exclusively to, you know screens to get anywhere into the paint and then either taking little floaters or step backs or three-point shots and uh you know he he's a really good good and talented passer but because he's not able to get to the rim he's not able to use that passing as much as you would like 
Uh, you know, you look at a guy like LeBron and how many wide open threes he sets up for his teammates, and a big reason for that. And you know, guys like John Wall as well. A big reason is because they're getting to the basket, they're getting into the teeth of the defense, making the defense converge on them. Russell Westbrook, another really good example, he does. You know, although he's not the greatest instinctive passer in the world, just because he's able to get into the teeth of the defense so often, he sets up a lot of wide open corner threes. Russell just doesn't have that in his game, so there's a ceiling to him as a passer. There's a ceiling to him as you know, as as a player as well. Uh, just due to the fact that he's not getting to the line, he's not finishing at the rim. the The only way I see him becoming an above average NBA player, an above average even starter, would be with the three point shot. You know, he's for his career, he's shooting thirty four point six percent from downtown. That's just not good enough. You know, he he's got to get closer to that forty percent range. To, to become a real threat. And then, you know, that can set up stuff where if he can start hitting 40% of off-the-dribble type shots, then, you know, that sets up the, the passing when teams feel like they need to double-team you 25 feet away from the basket. Uh, and that could, that could really take him to another level. And we've seen players, you know, really struggle with their jump shot early on and, and and, and figure it out as their career has gone on. Kemba Walker is a perfect example. He's become a, a pretty consistent 40% three-point shooter when he he really struggled with not only the three-point shot, but, but all of his field goal attempts uh, in his first few seasons. So I hate to give up on a, on a point guard at, at this young of an age. So if Brooklyn's able to get D'Angelo Russell on a reasonable contract, you know, a team-friendly deal like they just did with Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, you know, that that's a that's something they should consider because I do believe that that point guards take a little bit longer to figure it out. And and again, if Russell is able to take the jump in the three-point shooting, you know, his form looks good. Uh, if he's able to take that leap in the next couple of seasons, that again would open up his passing, would open up a lot of facets of his game, and make him a, a much better player. I still think again he he's never going to become you know a superstar or even a you know above average all-star caliber a player just because of his lack of explosion but you know if he becomes a 40% three-point shooter uh you know he he's got the potential to be you know a low-end all-star type of player and you know that that's something that the Nets have lacked uh, for for a long time and something they're desperate to have is is those guys that are capable of being all-stars you know they they've got guys like Karis Lavert who who has that potential uh, to to become an all-star caliber player. So they they've got a little bit of uh, of uh, a few players and a few prospects to be excited about. Spencer Dinwiddie, another one that's 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 pretty good and and young as well. So they they've got some things working, but they they've still got a long way to go. And uh, you know the, I think they're you know if if D'Angelo Russell gets gets a big time offer and restricted free agency for a lot of money you know, over the $12 million a year range, you got to question if he's worth it for Brooklyn. You know, they've got free agency aspirations to get some other players, and he will eat into that significantly if he gets that kind of an offer and and Brooklyn, uh, you know, decides to hold on to him. So we will see. That'll be that'll certainly be interesting. But I'm not giving up on Russell yet, but, but he has not shown enough to me to deserve big-time money this offseason. Again, if I can get him on a reasonable contract that I feel like if 
he can work his way to to being a, a good value on that contract, then sure, you, you try to keep him around. Again, the, the Nets lack young talent. It, it's tough for a team like that to, to lose young talent for nothing. But, uh, you know, if he, if he gets too much money, that, that might be the best best decision for him. Looking at another guy, that another young talent in Jared Allen, he's certainly, I don't think, a guy that's got all-star capability. But uh, at, at over 11 points and 8 rebounds, as well as 1.4 blocks and, and nearly 63% true shooting, uh, he's been a, a huge positive for the Nets. They've got a, fifth, a positive 15.2 net rating when Jared Allen is on the floor. Their offensive rating is 123.9 when he's out there, and their defensive rating is at 108.6. So Allen has been has been a huge plus, and again, a, a real young player, a guy that could be a solid starting center for a long time. So another another good guy to have. We're about to get started here with the third quarter. As, uh, again, the Nets leading this one, 73-58. to 58, As the Nets will have the basketball to start the third going from left to right. Both teams with, uh, I believe, their starting lineups out there on the floor. Der- Jared Dudley kicks it up top to D'Angelo Russell. Russell guarded by Randall, throws it right corner. Harris fakes the three, gets into the paint. Challenges Davis, and Davis rejects it. A beautiful shot block there as Peyton finds Etwan Moore on the cut in transition, and he hits a floater from about five feet. And the Nets' lead is down to 73-60. to Russell with the basketball. Left wing gets a screen from Allen. Dribbling with his right hand, gets to the free throw line. Fakes the jumper. Fadeaway is good. Beautiful shot fake there to let the defender fly past him to open up the jumper for D'Angelo. And the Nets lead back to 15. Peyton with the ball for the Pelicans. Again, the Pelicans going from right to left here in the third. And we've got a foul off the ball. I believe it's going to be on Jarrett Allen. That is the first foul here of the second half. Nobody really in foul trouble for either team except uh, Spencer Dinwiddie with a couple of fouls. As uh, here is Peyton with the basketball for the Pelicans. Throws it right corner. Randall fakes the three. Drives left. Gets to the paint. Puts it up and in. Julius Randall able to finish that one. And it's 75-62. to Joe Harris with the ball top of the key. Right side to Dudley. Back to Harris. Left side, Russell. Russell gets a screen from Allen. Rejects it. Drives right. Gets to the free throw line. Tries to draw a foul. Finds a cutting Harris along the baseline. Again, Harris challenged by Davis, and Davis able to pick the ball up. You can already see Davis's defensive intensity is much better here to start the second half. In transition, Etwan Moore gets a pass from Peyton, but can't make the reverse land. Here's Brooklyn with the basketball. Karuk's right corner up top to Harris. Harris hands it off. Dudley, he's got a top-of-the-key three, and he drilled it. Jared Dudley knocking down another three ball. The Nets shooting the three ball well tonight, and they lead it 78-62 to as we approach the 10-minute mark here in the third. Peyton with the basketball for New Orleans, throws the lob to Randall. A little miscommunication. Randall faked like he was going to cut back door. Peyton passed it, and Randall stopped his cut and it went out of bounds. Russell dribbles it over the timeline, hounded by Holiday. Crosses over, finds Harris. Harris gets a screen from Allen and drills the three. Basically a little left of center. Joe Harris with a big-time shot, and the Nets lead back up to 19. The Nets 12 of 20 from the three-point line tonight. Davis with the ball on the right wing. 
will fake the pass to Randall, fakes the shot, now gets it to Randall. Randall, right side, spins baseline on Dudley, gets to the basket. Jared Allen there to contest, and I believe Allen is going to be called for the foul. That's something that Julius Randall has really improved on is when, you know, he when he came into the NBA, he was all left hand. He would only be able to drive left. So, you know, that's something he's really improved on is that time Jared Dudley shading him towards the baseline, basically asking him to go with his right hand, able to just do a really quick spin move and get right. And uh, he's been he's been a lot better at attacking defenders who are who are trying to take away his left hand. Randall's first free throw is up, and that one's no good. Second free throw is up and in. Nets 81, Pelicans 63, 9.23 to go in the third period. Russell with the basketball on the left side, hounded by Holiday. Goes behind the back, crosses over, now tries to get to the free throw line. Stopped by Holiday, will pull up from 18 and knock it down. Able to bump Holiday a little bit to create just enough space to get that shot off. Here's Peyton driving right back down for New Orleans and lays it up and in. Poor transition defense there from Brooklyn. Again, off of a made basket. D'Angelo Russell now will jog it up into the front court at the Brooklyn logo, dribbles left. Holiday is going to be called for a bump here. You can tell, though, that New Orleans really uh, really upping the defensive intensity, especially their two key defensive leaders in Holiday and Davis. Holiday has been really pressuring Russell, and, and Davis has been more of a presence at the rim so far here in the, in the third. Russell gets a screen from Allen, will pull up left wing three, drills it. The Nets continue to be absolutely on fire from the three-point line. The Nets now lead at 86-65. Here's Randall with a basketball, fakes the three at the top, drives into the paint, gets all the way to the bucket, draws another foul. Randall, the wrecking ball, getting into the paint and uh, picking up fouls on the Brooklyn Nets. Eight and a half minutes to go. Randall will try to cut the lead down to 19 here as he's tying his shoe. First free throw is off the front of the rim. No good. Randall lining up the second takes one dribble. Puts it up. That one's no good as well. So a bunch of missed free throws here as of late for Julius Randall. None of them looked that and all of them looked pretty ugly, if I do say so myself. Here's Joe Harris gets into the paint, kicks it out to Jared Dudley. Dudley finds a cutting. Russell gets to the paint. Can't finish. Rebound Davis. Davis finds Drew Holiday. Holiday finds a cutting Peyton. Peyton gets into the paint, puts it up. No, but he's fouled. New Orleans attacking the basket aggressively, and it looks like it's going to pay off as uh, with more free throws, although they've been missing their free throws as of late. But uh, also they should be getting into the bonus pretty early on here in this third period.
Pelicans, 6 of 9 from the line so far. First one from Peyton is good. Make it 7 of 10. All three misses by Randall here in the out of the last five free throws. Peyton with 13 points and 6 assists on 5 of 6 from the field. Second free throw from Peyton is up and in. Brooklyn 86, New Orleans 67 as we hit the 8-minute mark of the third. Here's Russell with the basketball. Finds a cutting Harris. Reverse layup with the right hand on the left side. Beautiful shot there. And the Nets lead back up to 21. Here's Peyton. Step back three on the left. He drilled it. He continues to shoot the ball well. Six of seven from the field. 88 to 70 now. Nets lead down to 18. Here's Dudley with the ball up top to Allen. Hands it off to Harris. Harris dribbling with his left hand. Throws it right side to Dudley. Dudley driving the right. Tries to do a reverse land, but it's blocked by Randall. Davis in transition gets it to Peyton, who finds Holiday inside to Randall. Back out Peyton. He'll get another wide open look. That one's short. Davis, though, climbs for the rebound as the ball poked away. It's off Davis's knee and out of bounds. It will go to Brooklyn. Karuk's getting his hand in there, and we've got, I believe, a timeout on the floor. Frantic action yet again here to start the third quarter. But the Brooklyn Nets have extended their lead to 18. They're up 88-70. to 7-18 to go in the period. Taking a look at the NBA standings. In the Eastern Conference, the Milwaukee Bucks leading the way with a 26-10 record. In the two spot is the Toronto Raptors right on their heels at 28-11. and 11. Uh, Despite having uh, two extra wins in the Bucks, that one extra loss in the, uh, in the L column uh, puts them just percentage points behind the Bucks. In the three spot is the Indiana Pacers with a 25-12 and 12 record. They've been a terrific defensive team so far on the season, allowing just 101.1 points per game to their opponents. In the fourth spot is the Philadelphia 76ers at 24-14. and 14. Still somewhat struggling is the Boston Celtics, uh, the most people's Eastern Conference favorites heading into the season. They're at 21-15, and 15, and right now they would be on the road in the first round of the playoffs started today. In the sixth spot, again, the Eastern Conference outside of the top five is pretty weak. But in the sixth spot, it's the Charlotte Hornets at 18-18, and 18, and they're getting killed tonight by the Dallas Mavericks, so they're going to fall to 18-19. and 19. The Miami Heat uh, leading the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight, so they uh, they look like they're going to improve upon their 17-18 and 18 record and get back to 500. In the eighth spot is the Detroit Pistons at 16-19, and 19, and right on their heels is the team we're watching tonight playing impressively well is the Brooklyn Nets at 17-21. and 21. In the 10 spot, the Orlando Magic also still in the playoff hunt at 16 and 20. The Washington Wizards, uh, you know, made that move for Trevor Ariza, but they still have not been playing that good of basketball. Three and seven in their last 10, and 14 and 23 overall. The Atlanta Hawks sitting at 11 and 25. The Chicago Bulls 10 and 27, and the bottom two of the East are the New York Knicks at 9 and 29, and the Cleveland Cavaliers at 8 and 29. Next time out, I'll uh, I'll go over the uh, the Western Conference standings, but uh, 
We're back here from commercial, and Alfred Payton has been uh, has been a spark for the Pelicans. Again, just, I believe, his second game back from injury. He's missed most of the season, but uh, I, I do genuinely think he's, uh, he's a, a key to this Pelicans team. Uh, but uh, they still, you know, they're still missing Nikola Mirotic, who I think is also incredibly important to this roster. Jared Dudley with the basketball, top of the key, guarded by Randall, throws it to D'Angelo Russell. Russell now on the left wing, guarded by Moore. Throws it up top to Harris. Harris drives left, kicks it right side to Dudley. Dudley dribbling with left hand, hands it off to Karooks. Five on the shot clock. Karooks will take a sidestepping three, and he gets the bounce. Hit the front of the rim and got a friendly roll off the backboard and in. And the Nets with another three-pointer lead it 91-70. to Drew Holiday with a basketball. Throws it left side to Davis. He takes a left elbow jumper and hits it. One dribble pull up there from Davis, and the lead back to 19. Here's Russell with the basketball for the Nets. Dribbles to the free throw line, pulls up from there, and hits the floater. D'Angelo Russell knocking that one down, and the lead back to 21. Russell with 18 points, 7 of 12 from the field tonight. Here's Holiday, top of the key three, and he nailed it. Both teams heating up here in the third quarter, and it's 93-75. Holiday guarding Russell at the Barclays sign. Russell throws it left side to Dudley. Dudley handoff to Harris. Now a handoff to Russell, doing a little bit of a weave action. Russell right elbow to Allen. Allen facing up on Davis, a little drop step, and then tries a jump hook, no good, but I think it nicked the rim, picked up by Harris, who finds Dudley, and we've got a uh, we've got a stoppage of the play. I think the referees were questioning whether or not uh, the the ball did hit the rim or not. So Brooklyn will get it, and they're going to say, I believe that it did hit hit the rim. So there's 12 on the shot clock. Karuks with the basketball left wing. Fakes, drives into the paint, puts it up. And we've got an offensive foul. At least one referee called it an offensive foul as Karuks threw an elbow, which contacted Etwan Moore's face. More still on the ground here. We'll see. I believe that's going... Yeah, I think they are going with the offensive foul, and we'll see if they uh, they decide to look at this any further. And I, I don't think there was anything malicious in that as Karuks, uh, as Anthony Davis, the help defender, kind of tried to cut him off. He tried to jump stop in between both uh, the man defending him and Davis, and in the process kind of swiped his elbows through to bring the ball from the right side of his body to the left and in the process caught more. It's an offensive foul, but I don't think it should be anything more than that. We'll see uh we'll see what the uh the, what the referees have to say on that. Updating some of the scores from around the league, the uh the Miami Heat leading the Cavaliers 114 to 90. With 3.18 to go in the ballgame, so looks like that's going to chalk that one up for a Miami Heat victory. Also in the fourth, the Mavericks absolutely eviscerating the Charlotte Hornets, 114-71 with 6.43 to go in the ballgame. And also in the fourth, we've actually got a tight ballgame in the association tonight. The Washington Wizards leading the Atlanta Hawks 94-92 with just under seven minutes to go. Uh, some some other games that are uh, are near halftime. Uh, the Orlando Magic leading the Chicago Bulls at the half, 62 to 45. The 
Boston Celtics leading the Minnesota Timberwolves 47-27 with 4.47 to go in the second quarter. And the Memphis Grizzlies leading the Detroit Pistons 55-51 with just three seconds to go till halftime there. Later tonight, we've got 76ers and Suns. That's at 9 p.m. Eastern. And at 10.30 Eastern, it's the Thunder and the Lakers. As it appears that that was called a flagrant foul. I don't necessarily agree with that. But Etwan Moore will go to the line, and he knocks down the first. I get that the NBA does not like to see guys hit with elbows, but it didn't. that seemed to be a basketball play there. There didn't seem to be anything malicious there. But uh, nonetheless, Moore knocking down both. He's got a... Uh, a tissue of some sort shoved up his nostril now as the Pelicans get the ball as well after the two free throws, trailing 93-77. Davis isolating on Jared Allity hits the 15-footer. Anthony Davis, just so skilled for a guy that size, it's it's almost unfair at times. Davis with 19-13. and 13. Dinwiddie into the ball game as well as Napier for the Nets. Napier with the basketball on the left wing getting a screen from Allen. He gets to the right of the lane, throws it left side to Dudley. That pass was a little bit high. It's picked up by Dudley, throws it to Harris. Into the left corner, Allen. Three on the shot clock. Will fire a jumper over Davis. Nearly got the bank to go in, but it's picked up by Miller. Miller hands it to Drew Holiday. Holiday getting a screen from Davis. Gets to the free throw line. Kicks it left wing. Miller three ball. No good. Fight for the rebound. Davis is going to be foul on the play. As uh, the Nets bench, not uh, not happy, not happy with that call. And again, like I said earlier, the uh, the Pelicans with their aggressive attacking of the basket early in the period now find themselves rewarded with the bonus. As Davis getting fouled on that rebound goes to the line and knocks down the first. So all of a sudden, the Pelicans have trimmed the lead to 13. Davis now with 20 points, 13 rebounds on 8 of 13 from the field. Second free throw from Davis is up and rattles out. So the lead remains at 13 for the time being as the Nets have the basketball going from left to right here in the third as we're under five minutes to go in the period. Allen with the basketball right side, hands it off to Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie will drive right of the lane, gets into the paint, and he is fouled. Looks like there's a bump. It's going to be on Ian Clark, who just checked into the ballgame for the Pelicans. Clark, I don't believe, played in the first half, but he's getting some run here after the likes of uh, Tim Frazier and Frank Jackson played so poorly in that first half. Here's Dinwiddie with the ball. Top of the key, drives past Holiday. Right corner, Carroll fakes the three. Throws it to Dinwiddie. Five on the shot clock. Guarded by Davis. Dinwiddie isolating. Gets into the paint. Fadeaway jumper. No good off the front of the rim. Good defense from Davis. And he also goes and grabs the rebound. Davis now pushing the tempo for New Orleans. Gets to the right elbow. Up top to Miller. Miller getting a screen from Davis. Miller now right elbow finds Davis. Floater at the free throw line. No good. Gets his own rebound. And Allen is there for the block. Here comes Brooklyn in transition. Here's Napier. Napier right wing. Joe Harris three is good. A huge swing there with a big defensive play from Jared Allen leading to the Joe Harris transition three. Here's Anthony Davis with the basketball. Hands it off to Drew Holiday. 
Drew Holiday dribbling with his left hand, gets a screen, gets to the left elbow, pulls up. That one's no good. Rebound, Napier. Nets leading it 96-80, 3.48 to go in the third quarter. Napier with the basketball, dribbling left. Guarded by Ian Clark. Will try to drive on him, cut off. Now gets a screen, gets to the free throw line, kicks it out. Harris left wing, fakes the three, drives baseline. Follow a jumper, no. Jared Allen's there for the rebound and the put-in with the left hand off the glass. Jared Allen with a huge couple of possessions and extending the Nets lead back up to 18 when it looked like the Pelicans were making a run. Miller gets into the paint and got a little bit confused what he wanted to do with the basketball and is called for a travel. Tried to pass it, but then the passing lane, I think, was clogged off and uh, continued to hold on to it, took an extra step. The Nets... With a little momentum here, 5-0 run, trying to extend their lead back into the 20s. Leading at 98-80. Here's Napier with the basketball. Throws it left side to Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie gets a screen, gets in the paint, throws the lob to Allen, but it's a little bit too high. Davis deflects it to Ian Clark. Clark pushing the tempo. Davis still awaiting getting back into the play. Will stop for three at the top of the key as the trailing big, and he hits it. Anthony Davis, a big-time three-point shot. And the lead back down to 15. Pelicans hanging around here in Brooklyn. Here is Russell with the basketball. Gets a screen from Allen. Fakes the three. Throws it up top to Dinwiddie. Back to Russell. Russell gets another screen. Now will pull up from the top of the key. That one's short. Fight for the rebound. Allen tips it out to Damari Carroll. Carroll now in the right corner. He'll drive left and draws the foul on Darius Miller. Another big play there from Jared Allen. Allen just... Uh, you know, making the right play at the right time to stem the tide and the momentum. As we've got a timeout here with Brooklyn leading at 98-83 to with two and a half minutes to go in the third. So uh, I mentioned the last uh, commercial break, the Eastern Conference standings. I'll, uh, I'll throw out the Western Conference standings in first in the West is the Denver Nuggets at 24-11, and 11, despite the fact that they've suffered a ton of injuries, including to Paul Millsap, as well as uh, Will Barton and Gary Harris. They've just kept chugging along, playing pretty solid defense, and of course, uh, you know, being a pretty good offensive team with the likes of uh, Nikola Jokic. So they're there at number one. At the two spot is the Golden State Warriors at 25-13. and 13. Differential of just 4.6, though, not that impressive, not nearly as impressive as uh, they've been the last couple of years. In the three spot is the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're sitting at 23-13, and 13, uh, an impressive 6.5 differential, which is best in the Western Conference and uh, not best in the NBA. The Milwaukee Bucks still leading that category with a 9.3 differential. In the fourth spot, the Houston Rockets, after getting off to such an awful start, I believe at one point they were uh, 11 and 14. They're now 21 and 15, so they've won 10 of 11. Uh, they uh, they've gotten their differential to uh, a positive number at this point. And if the season ended today, they would have home court advantage in the first round. Pretty impressive, considering where they were just a couple of weeks ago. And a lot of that has been due to James Harden just being absolutely brilliant and uh, putting up another case for uh, for him to be MVP once again. 
And uh, at the five spot, we've got the Portland Trailblazers. Got off to a really hot start, then uh, struggled a little bit. They've seemed to have righted the ship and have won seven of their last ten. They're sitting at 22-16 and 16 and in the five spot. At the sixth seed is the Los Angeles Clippers at 21-16. and 16. The Lakers in the seventh spot at 21-16 and 16 as well. Uh, they've struggled a little bit going four. Both of the L.A. teams have gone four and six in their last ten. And at the eighth seed, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing I'm surprised, but I am a little bit surprised given how poorly they played early on. But the San Antonio Spurs, if the season ended today, would be back in the playoffs again for I believe this would be the 22nd consecutive season. They're at 21 and 17. I'll mention the, uh, the non-playoff teams. Uh, at the next commercial, but we are back. The Nets have the basketball. Napier will inbound it on the near sideline. 14 on the shot clock, 2.30 on the game clock. He'll get it into Carroll along the uh, the right baseline. Carroll, guarded by Miller, finds Russell. Russell, right elbow jumper. That one's well short, and it's rebounded by the Pelicans. Frank Jackson will dribble it down the left sideline. Now dribbling with his right hand. Jackson will dribble it up towards the Nets logo. Throws it right side to Miller. Miller dribbling his left hand towards the free throw line, has the ball poked away, hands it off to Randall. Randall, left corner, Miller, handoff, three, no good. Rebound at Davis. Davis hands it off to Napier, who throws it right side to Russell, now left to, da- to Napier. Into the corner to Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie guarded by Clark, facing up on him, 14 on the shot clock. Gets a screen from Davis, gets into the paint, kicks it right corner, Carroll, three, no good, but Ed Davis is there for another offensive rebound. He'll kick it out to Napier. 10 on the shot clock. Guarded by Jackson. Gets a screen from Davis. Gets to the free throw line. Fakes the shot. Puts up a left-handed floater. That one's well short. And again, Ed Davis working the offensive glass and draws the foul. He has just been a killer for the Pelicans tonight. They can't keep him off the boards. So the Nets will inbound it once again. Ed Davis now with nine rebounds. Six I believe, or three offensive rebounds, as here is Dinwiddie driving right, gets all the way to the hoop and flushes it home. He got a screen, and then there was no one home on the weak side. And the Nets now lead it 100-83. to Here's Holiday dribbling the basketball, and he dribbles it off his own teammate, dribbled it off a of Randall's foot, and out of bounds, it will go back to Brooklyn. The Nets... With a commanding 17-point edge here, Russell with the ball just over the timeline, dribbling it guarded by Holiday, dribbling with his right hand. Still kind of wasting clock, hands it off to Dinwiddie. Seven on the shot clock. Dinwiddie gets a screen, gets a mismatch with Ian Clark. Three on the shot clock, gets into the paint. Beautiful dish to Davis, and he finishes with a reverse with the left hand. Dinwiddie got the attack of the basket and then able to dish it off when the help came. Beautiful play. Here's Ian Clark with the basketball. Finds a rolling. Randall has the ball poked away and out of bounds. It will remain with the Pelicans. Randall looking for a foul call there. Clark inbounds to the left corner to Holiday, who gets a screen from Randall. Gets into the paint. Puts it up off the glass and in with the right hand. Beautiful finish there from Drew Holiday. He just has some plays every night on the offensive end that just wow you. He's an impressive offensive player. Here's Napier. He gets the split of the New Orleans trap of the uh, of the pick and roll, but Randall coming from behind able to block it out of bounds. 33.3 left to go in the third quarter clock. 18 on the shot clock. 
Russell will inbound it on the near baseline. Finds a cutting Carroll. He puts it in off the glass, plus the foul. Another breakdown defensively by New Orleans. And Carroll taking advantage, able to put it in. Randall there, trying to block the shot. Carroll with a nice little pump fake to get him off his feet. Drew the, the contact and put it in. And with that free throw, the Nets' lead is back to 20. They also get a two-for-one out of that situation with about an eight-second differential between the game and shot clock. So Holiday dribbling down the left sideline into the front court, guarded by Dinwiddie, gets a screen from Randall. Now to the right of the lane, gets all the way to the hoop. No, but Randall's there for the putback. Julius Randall tipping that one in with his left hand, and the lead back down to 18, 105-87. The Nets will get the last shot here, Dinwiddie with it at the logo. Awaiting a screen from Napier, now picks up his dribble, though, finds Napier at the free-throw line, guarded by Holiday. three on the game clock. Holiday, great defense. Napier puts it up with the left, no chance, and that will be the end of the third quarter with the score. The Brooklyn Nets, 105, and the New Orleans Pelicans, 87. Finishing off the uh, the Western Conference standings, I mentioned the Spurs are in eight. Uh, at, at the nine spot, uh, still hanging alive is uh, is the Sacramento Kings. At nineteen and eighteen, they've had a very very impressive season. And uh, you know, Boston Celtics fans got to be a little bit disappointed because they own uh, the Sacramento's first round pick for this upcoming NBA draft, unless it falls to literally number one. So I guess the one positive is they're definitely going to get the pick, but uh, it looks as if that pick is going to be, you know, maybe, uh, you know, lower end lottery as opposed to uh, to high lottery, even top five, uh, like it's been the last couple of years where the Kings have been in the standings. But uh, impressive job, of course. De'Aaron Fox has been amazing for them this season in his second year. The Memphis Grizzlies falling back to earth a little bit. They're now at 18 and 18. They got off to a really hot start, uh, but uh, but but they're now out of the playoff picture uh, if it ended today. But uh, but still fighting. Uh, the Utah Jazz at 18 and 20. They've gone through the uh, the toughest schedule in the NBA. They've played a lot more road games than home games, and also have played uh, the highest uh, difficulty uh, percentage so far in the NBA. Their opponents have had the best winning percentage of any team in the NBA. So. Uh, the fact that they're still right there at 18 and 20, despite how difficult their schedule has been, is probably a good sign for them to uh, to to work their way back into the playoff picture. The Dallas Mavericks have fallen fallen a little bit. Uh, they're at 17 and 19. Uh, you know, I didn't really expect them to make uh, much of a playoff push this year anyway. Uh, but uh, due to the the brilliance of Luka Doncic, they they have uh, they've stayed in the picture. Minnesota Timberwolves at 17 and 20. Uh, you know they they got off to the really hot start after the Jimmy Butler trade, but uh, they've uh, they've come back down to earth. And uh, the team we're watching here tonight, New Orleans, at 17 and 21. You know, in 14th in the West, but again with the Spurs in the eighth spot at 21 and 17, the Pelicans just four games back of the eighth seed. So uh, still, uh, the, they can easily turn this around. Uh, they need to get healthy though, and uh, and. And the worst team in the in the Western Conference and the fifteenth seed in the West is the Phoenix Suns at nine and twenty-nine. We're back from commercial now. The Pelicans with the basketball going from right to left here. Peyton with the ball. Drives right, gets into the paint, can't finish, but gets the put back and in plus the foul. So a good start to the fourth quarter for New Orleans. 
as Peyton able to just uh, stick with it and uh, get a second opportunity. Kind of just uh, bullied Russell again out of the way. He's done that a few times in this game and then was in prime position for the rebound. Free throw is up and no good. Ed Davis, Damari Carroll, Karuks, Russell, and Napier for the Nets. We've got Randall, Miller, Clark, Davis, and we've got uh, Peyton for the Pelicans. Russell with the ball for the Nets with six on the shot clock, dribbling right, or excuse me, left of the lane, puts up the floating layup. No good. Rebound Davis. He'll get it to Peyton. Peyton pushing the tempo, gets to the free throw line, left side to Miller, back to Peyton. Peyton awaiting a screen from Davis. We'll get it, gets to the free throw line, into the paint, puts it up. No good. Can't get the roll and rebound by Ed Davis. Davis has been a rebounding machine so far tonight. Napier with the ball, throws it right side to Karuks, up top to Damari Carroll. Carroll to Davis. Davis up top to Karuks. Karuks dribbling left, hands it off to Russell. Russell guarded by Randall, going between the legs. Three on the shot clock, pulls up from 18 and hits. D'Angelo Russell knocking down that jumper, and the Nets' lead is back up to 18. Russell with 20 points and 11 assists on the night. Here's Miller uh, with the ball, and we've got a foul off the ball. Davis on the floor. Let's hope he's okay. It looked like he was trying to set an off-ball screen and just got ran over. He's uh, he's all right as he gets uh, help to his feet by a couple of teammates. Although as he as Davis fell, he did uh, his head ran into the uh, the leg, the back leg of Miller, his own teammate. Peyton will inbound it near sideline, gets into the left corner. To Miller. Miller back to Peyton. Peyton left wing hands it off to Davis. Davis facing up against Ed Davis. Now we'll back down. Six on the shot clock. We'll fade baseline. Puts it up. No, but there is a foul on Ed Davis. And Anthony Davis will go to the free throw line. Pelicans going from right to left here in the final quarter. So Davis will shoot two. Well, it'll be interesting to see if if the Pelicans are able to uh, to cut this lead down to uh, to single digits here in the opening couple of minutes. Maybe they'll continue to have Davis out there, but uh, as he knocks down the first free throw. But uh, if if Bro- if Brooklyn's able to to extend the lead here, it may be an early night for the Pelican star. Second free throw is up and in making it 107-91. Shabazz Napier with a basketball for the Nets, hands it off to Russell. Russell gets to the free throw line, fakes the jumper, puts it up, and knocks it down. Russell has had his jumper going this evening, and he gives the Nets the lead of 18 once again, 109-91, as we approach the 10-minute mark here in the ballgame. Davis dribbling with his right hand. will face up on Ed Davis. His jumper no good. Rebound by Napier. Napier will push it into the front court, gets a screen from Davis, pulls up left wing three, and drills it. The Nets continue to shoot the ball extremely well from every part of the court, as here is a turnover from Peyton as he tried to find Randall on the cut. Here comes the Nets. Carroll kicks it to Napier, a behind-the-back pass to Karooks. He'll fake the three, gets into the paint, tries to challenge Davis. Good contest, no good. Rebound Davis, who will get it to Miller. Miller now dribbling over the left wing, finds a cutting Davis. He gets pushed, throws it up, no good. But it looks like he will go to the line. Really fancy pass there from Napier, but uh, Karuks 
not able to uh, to finish off the play. He had a three, but he decided to attack the rim instead, and, and Davis was waiting for him. Like I said, the first half, it seemed like Davis just was not dialed in defensively, but in the second half, it's been much better. First free throw is, uh, is, rat- is no good. It rattles out. Davis with 25 points and 17 rebounds on the night, 9 of 17 from the field. Second free throw is good. So the Nets lead back to 20. Napier will jog it into the front court. Guarded by Peyton. Goes between the legs. Awaiting a screen from Davis on the right side. Now snakes his way. Finds Karuks up top. Now back to Napier right wing. Guarded by Holiday. Eight on the shot clock. Napier will drive right at the paint. Finds a cutting Carroll. His reverse is blocked by a couple of Pelicans. The ball is still on the floor. Finally picked up by Holiday. I think Holiday and Davis both got that. Holiday finds a cutting Peyton. He attacks Davis. No rebound, Carroll. Peyton really had Anthony Davis there for the lob if he would have found him, but tried to finish the layup himself and then commits the foul in transition. There's a look at Nikola Miritich again sitting out. I believe his most recent injury is an ankle sprain as Russell Tries a fadeaway jumper. That's no good. Rebound Davis. Davis dribbling on the right wing. We'll hand it off to Holiday. Holiday dribbling with his left hand. Step back. Good D by Karuks. He'll make some pass to Peyton. Peyton inside to Randall. Randall gets double teamed along the baseline. Now reverses, reverses it. No, but he's fouled. And he will go to the line. First free throw from Randall is up and in. As Jared Allen checking into the ball game for Brooklyn. Etwan Moore coming in for New Orleans. He'll rest Drew Holiday. The second free throw from Randall is good. So Randall makes it Brooklyn 112, New Orleans 94. Eight and a half minutes to go in the ball game. Russell with the ball on the left sideline. Throws it left corner. Karuk's wide open three. No good. A rebound Davis. Again, it looks like a miscommunication there on the pick and pop from the Pelicans defense. Davis dribbles to the free throw line. Hands it off to Randall. Randall, left corner. Peyton drives into the paint. Tries to find Davis. Ball's poked away. He picks it back up and puts it in over Napier. Good defense initially by Jared Allen to stop that pass to Davis, but... Uh, Peyton able to pick it up and take advantage. Here's Karuks with the basketball. Hands it off to Carroll. Up top to Russell. Russell at the logo. Gets a screen from Jared Allen. Back to Allen. Now hands it back to Russell. Top of the key. Tries to find a cutting Carroll. Carroll under the basket. Throws it up to Allen. Allen tries to put it in. No, but it looks like there's a foul on the play. With just one on the shot clock. So the Nets a little bit uh, bailed out on that one. They'll get it out of bounds with 14 on the shot clock. Carroll will inbound it, gets it to Napier, who gets a screen from Allen. Gets to the right elbow, fakes the shot, now tries to find Carroll on the cut, and he is fouled again, Darius Miller. 
He's been a little foul happy this evening with the bump, a little bit over aggressive. Ball inbounded to Allen, who gets it to Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie getting a screen from Allen, drives right, right of the lane, kicks it left wing Carroll, fakes the three, drives into the paint again. Davis with the contest, and he's going to be called for a foul, and Carroll will go to the line. Davis cannot believe the call. I think there was a little bit of body contact down low. Certainly nothing up top. Oh, no, that's a bad call. As, uh, as I see the replay there, it looked like Damari Carroll used his off arm to, to initiate any contact, and that was the only contact that happened. So a poor foul, and, uh, and like Rashid Wallace would say, the ball don't lie as Carroll misses the first free throw. And it looks like we've got a technical foul on Alvin Gentry as uh, he is hot over that last whistle, and rightfully so. It looks like Spencer Dinwiddie will shoot the technical free throw. That is up and good. So now I believe Carroll will go back to the line for one more. You know, unfortunately, the the NBA only does a two-minute report to uh, to assess the referees. If they did a seven-and-a-half-minute report, uh, they would definitely mention that call as being uh, an obvious error. It's the ball on the left wing to Moore. He'll hand it to Davis. Davis facing up from about 17 feet on Allen. Davis drives right now. Step back. Jumper is pure. Anthony Davis, such an unbelievable talent. 113-98 now as we hit the 7-minute mark of the 4th. Here's Napier, gets to the free-throw line, throws the lob to Allen, but Davis is there to reject it. Here's the Pelicans in transition as Peyton finds Etwan Moore. He fakes the right-handed layup and finishes on the left side. And the lead back down to 13. The Pelicans continuing to make runs, trying to get back into the ballgame. And the Nets will call time. It's, uh, it's kind of been that way for a good chunk of uh, the last two or so quarters. The Pelicans continuing to, uh, to make little runs to get into that 12 or 13 point deficit range, but then the Nets push it back up to 20 before you know it. Looking again at uh, some scores from around the association. The Heat uh, beat the Cavaliers. That's a final 117 to 92. The Wizards knocked off the Hawks 114 to 98. The Mavericks in a blowout over the Hornets winning 122 to 84. Some other action uh, in uh, still ongoing. The Orlando Magic destroying the Chicago Bulls by 25, 84-59 with 243 to go in the third quarter. The Celtics still up 20 over Minnesota with 1038 to go in the third quarter, 66 to 46. The Pistons and Grizzlies still in a tight affair. The Pistons have taken a three-point lead with 6.45 to go in the third quarter. And in the first quarter, the Philadelphia 76ers lead the Phoenix Suns 27-16 to with 4.16 to go in the period. Look at, looking at some of the uh, the stats from this game, uh, the Pelicans still shooting an impressive percentage from the field, 
on 38 of 71, shooting 8 of 17 from 3 for 47.1%, and 72.7% from the free throw line at 16 of 22. They also uh, have just 11 turnovers, 30 rebounds, and 17 assists on the ballgame. For the Nets, 43 of 80 from the field, 53.8%. This is uh, this is the real spectacular one. 16 of 27 from three-point land for 59.3%. 11 of 15 from the charity stripe. And again, they, uh, they edge out the Pelicans in rebounding 35 to 30 assists, 24 to 17. And they also have just nine turnovers compared to New Orleans' 11. Leading the way for the Nets is D'Angelo Russell with 22. He's 9 of 18 from the field, 2 of 6 from 3, and 2 of 2 from the line, as well as 11 assists. Jared Allen with 8 points and 8 rebounds. Joe Harris, 15 points on 6 of 13 from the field. And uh, off the bench, Damari Carroll and Spencer Dinwiddie, both with 16 for Brooklyn. For the Pelicans, Anthony Davis having another spectacular game. 28 points and 20 rebounds. I'll get to the rest of the Pelicans as we're now back from commercial. As here's Dinwiddie driving down the lane. His floater's no good. Fight for the rebound. And Davis picks it up for New Orleans. Pelicans trailing now by just 13. Six and a half to go in the fourth. Here's Peyton with a basketball. Guarded by Damari Carroll. 13 on the shot clock. Hands it to Davis. Up top to Holiday. Davis screens for Holiday. And we've got a foul on, I believe, Karuks for Brooklyn, which, again, will send New Orleans to the free-throw line. I think, I think specifically Anthony Davis to the line. Davis with 28 points. We'll try to add that at the stripe, as well as 20 rebounds, three blocks. Julius Randle, as, uh, as Davis knocks down the first. Julius Randle with 17 points, three rebounds, a couple of assists, as well as a couple of blocks. Alfred Payton with 21 points and seven assists on eight of 13 shooting. Etwan Moore, 6 of 10 for the field for 16. And Drew Holiday, 6 of 12 from the field for 13. And uh, the, the Pelicans still getting no production from the bench, just five points off the bench as Davis knocking down both free throws. And it's now 113 to 102. Pelicans trail by 11. Here's a Dinwiddie three. That one's no good off the back of the rim. Another rebound for Davis. That's his 21st. Here's Holiday with a basketball. Gets a screen from Davis. Takes a top of the key three. Gets the roll off the front of the rim and in. And all of a sudden, it's an eight-point game with six minutes to go in the ballgame. A 14-1 run for New Orleans here. Joe Harris up top to Damari Carroll. Right side to Jared Allen. Jared Allen will fake the handoff with Harris. Now drives right left. Hands it off to Carroll. Carroll being pressured by Peyton. Will drive left. Gets a screen from Allen. Peyton hounding him. Carroll spins into the paint. Puts up the floater. No good. Rebound. Davis, that's number 22. Hands it to Peyton, dribbling down the right sideline. Guarded by Carroll. Back to Davis, top of the key three, off the back of the rim. That would have been a huge shot there. Would have cut it to just five. So Brooklyn with the basketball. Here's Dinwiddie, head of steam, gets to the paint. Cut off by Davis, though, now out to the right corner. 13 on the shot clock, now isolating against Davis. Will drive under the basket, reverse layup, no. Bounced out by Holiday, picked up by Peyton. Here's Peyton, throws it inside to Davis. He tries to put it up. It's blocked. Picked up by Holiday, and he is fouled by Damari Carroll. So Holiday will now go to the line to cut the lead even further.
Karuks with a really impressive block, and Carroll just unfortunately second fastest to that ball behind Holiday as Holiday knocks down the first free throw. Brooklyn 113, New Orleans 106. New Orleans on one heck of a run here. Second free throw from Holiday is up and rolls off. Rebound Allen. So the lead remains at seven as we have the five-minute mark of the ballgame. Russell with the basketball on the left side. Finds a cutting Harris. He does a reverse under the basket with the right hand, and he puts it in. Harris just constant off-ball motion. Came off a screen at the top, wasn't open, continued his cut towards the basket, finally got the basketball and able to finish it off. Here's Peyton with the ball, free throw line. Tries to get into Holiday. He loses it, though. Picked up by the Nets. Here comes Dinwiddie, who hands it off to D'Angelo Russell. Russell gets a screen from Dudley, now dribbling over to the right wing. Gets a screen from Allen. Free throw line, now left side to Dudley. Hands it off to Dinwiddie, back to Russell. Eight on the shot clock. Russell will wait a screen from Allen. Dribbles the right wing, snakes the screen, gets to the free throw line. That jumper is no good. Rebound to Davis. Davis hands it off to Peyton. Left side, Miller. Miller fakes the three, hands it off to Holiday. Holiday will get a screen from Miller. Now guarded by Dudley on the switch. Now Holiday drives left. Beautiful pass right corner. Etwan Moore wide open three, but he's short. Hits off the front of the rim. No good. Big missed opportunity there for the Pelicans once again. The Nets lead remains at nine here with 3.44 to go in the quarter. Here's Russell with the basketball. Gets a screen from Dudley. Isolating against Miller now. Eight on the shot clock. Here's Russell. Goes between the legs. Deep three. That one's no good. Joe Harris, though, on the offensive class. Puts it up and in over Etwan Moore. Joe Harris with a couple of huge buckets down the stretch here. And he extends the Nets lead back up to 11 with three and a half minutes to go in the fourth. Joe Harris. Big time play there. As I mentioned, uh, Harris this season has just played absolutely fantastic basketball, shooting over 50% from the field, over 48% from three, and his true shooting percentage at an outrageous 65.8%. I'm actually curious in terms of, uh, I don't believe Joe Harris's uh, free throw percentage is that impressive, but uh, he is, uh, you know, the, people talk about the 50-40-90 club, uh, and uh, he's close to the 50-50 club, but uh, his free throw percentage is at uh, 83%. So he's close to a 50-50-80, which, uh, which is impressive in its own right. And, you know, it's not as if he's uh, he's shooting 48.3% on threes on limited attempts. He's attempting 5.1 a ball game. So just having a, a really fantastic season. And, and backing it off, up a, a pretty good year last year where he shot 49% from the field and, and about 42% from three. So he's he's still a young guy, just 27 years old, continuing continuing to get better. But uh, but a couple of, of key plays, not only on that cut, able to finish the basket, but uh, uh, to stop that, I believe it was a 15-1 to Pelicans run, but then that offensive rebound putback was such a huge huge play as well and, and New Orleans had a couple of opportunities Anthony Davis had a three to potentially take it down to a five-point game 
And then Etwan Moore had another uh, wide-open corner three that he couldn't knock down. Uh, so Pelicans certainly, uh, you know, they've given themselves chances here, but uh, haven't been able to convert the shots when they need them most. And, you know, haven't been able to offset the fact that Brooklyn has just been on fire uh, still at, at 16 of 29 from downtown at over 55% for the game. Pelicans, though, uh, you know, getting to the free throw line, especially in the second half, they've been the more aggressive team. They've now attempted 26 free throws and made 19 of them, and uh, that's 11 more attempts than the Nets have gotten in this ball game. But, uh, you know, talking about terrific performances, uh, you know, Anthony Davis, 30 points and 23 rebounds. If somehow this game got to overtime, you could potentially see a 30-30 performance here uh, from, from Davis but uh, might not be enough time for him to get to 30 rebounds in regulation, but uh, very, very impressive nonetheless. As the Pelicans have the basketball out of the timeout, here's Holiday. gets a screen from Davis, gets all the way to the paint, puts up the left-handed scoop. No, but Davis is there for the putback slam. That's rebound number 24 and points 31 and 32 for Davis on the evening. The Nets' lead is down to 9 as we approach the 3-minute mark of the 4th. Dinwiddie dribbling the ball uh, near the uh, the Brooklyn Nets logo here, awaiting a screen from Dudley. Dribbling left, now guarded by Miller. Gets all the way to the bucket, puts up the floater. That's an air ball. Rebound, though, by Allen. He'll kick it to Russell. That's a left corner three. No. Rebound, Darius Miller. Miller gets it to Holiday. Holiday will push it for the Pelicans. Back to Miller. Left side to Peyton. Peyton goes behind the back around Russell. Gets under the basket. Bullies his way in and puts it up and in. Russell falling down on the play. Peyton, you know, sometimes uh, guys have been called for offensive fouls there as uh, as he was able to just create a little space by dribbling into Russell, but that time there was no call. And the lead down to seven. Pelicans not going away. Here's Russell with the ball, gets a screen from Allen. Throws it back to Allen on the cut as Peyton tried to steal it from him but couldn't get it, and Allen gets a wide-open dunk. The Nets lead back to nine, 119 to 110. Here's Payton with the ball, driving under the basket, guarded by Allen. Now we'll dribble it all the way back up to the left wing. Now looking for Davis on the block against Dinwiddie. Davis will back down, spins baseline, puts it up. No good, rebound Russell. Big time miss as Davis was right on the doorstep, just couldn't get it to go. Here's Russell with the basketball on the left wing. 144 to go in the fourth, and that's holding on to a nine-point lead. Russell now dribbling over towards the left sideline, gets a screen, and now gets a switch with Darius Miller guarding him. Now we'll throw it right side. Dudley wing three. That would have iced it, but that's an air ball, and it'll be out of bounds to New Orleans. And we've got a timeout by the Pelicans with 1.29 to go in the fourth, trailing by nine. We'll see what Alvin Gentry has up his sleeves in terms of a play call here, but... Uh, if the Pelicans are going to try to uh, to get back into this ball game, it's going to have to be a perfect final minute and a half of excellent defense, getting not, nothing but stops and scoring on every possession. Apparently, I just saw that the uh, the 24 rebounds for Anthony Davis is a career high, so we're seeing a career high night for the Brow. He's been very impressive as he always is. The biggest issue, again, though, has been the Pelicans' defense. They're 25th in the NBA in defensive rating, and that has really let them down again here tonight on the road. You know, they've, they've been able to put up essentially uh, 29 points every quarter. They've got 23 here in the fourth. 
They've held Brooklyn to just 14 in the fourth quarter, but prior to that, Brooklyn scored 39 in the first, 34 in the second, and 32 in the third. That's just really not getting it done on the defensive end. Uh, they, they, they have picked it up a little bit in the second half, allowing just 46 points in the second half, but when you give up almost 70, or uh, excuse me, 73, I believe it was, at halftime, uh, in one half, that's going uh, to be tough to overcome. Pelicans' next game is this Saturday against the, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. But they're going to have to continue to be in 14th place uh, in the Western Conference as the Pelicans have the basketball. Peyton goes behind the back and finishes at the rim over Damari Carroll. Makes it 119-112. to So Dinwiddie will handle the point guard duties as he walks it over the timeline into the front court. Guarded by Holiday. 12 on the shot clock. Dinwiddie protecting the basketball. We'll get a screen from Dudley. Dribbles over to the left wing. Now guarded by Randall. Five on the shot clock. He's going to isolate. He'll drive past him. Has the ball poked away. Picked up by Holiday. Holiday against Joe Harris. Goes right at him. Can't finish. But Davis is there for the putback. Davis with his 25th rebound of the ball game and cuts the lead down to five with 53 seconds to go. The Nets again trying to hold on to this lead as Dinwiddie dribbling out more of the clock here. Drew Holiday guarding him here at the half-court line. Gets a screen from Dudley. Holiday again, pestering him. Dinwiddie gets a double screen, gets over left side. Harris fakes the three, drives in and finishes at the rim. Joe Harris with a very aggressive move and a huge shot to take the lead back to seven. Holiday lets the ball bounce to half-court. Finds Randall on the cut and he finishes with the slam. 121 to 116, but with 30 seconds to go, New Orleans has got a foul here. Holiday pressuring Dinwiddie, but no foul being committed. Gentry calling for the foul finally, and Holiday commits it with just 22.7 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. So it looks like Dinwiddie will go to the free throw line. It looks like as long as the Nets knock down their free throws and don't turn it over, they should come out of this one victorious and continue their hot streak as Dinwiddie knocks down the first free throw. Again, I mentioned uh, the Nets have won 9 of their last 12. This would make it 10 of their last 13 ballgames, getting themselves right back into the Eastern Conference playoff picture. Second one for Dinwiddie is good as well. The Nets 123, the Pelicans 116. Here comes Holiday pushing it for New Orleans. Back to Davis. Davis fakes the three. Sidestep three, no good. Rebound Randall. He puts it in with the left hand, plus the foul. Bad foul there from the Nets. Not sure who fouled him on that one, but certainly not a foul you want to commit here. You'd rather concede that layup. It was Damari Carroll who got him on the arm. So with 14.6 seconds to go in the fourth, the lead back down to five, and Randall can make it four with this free throw. And then it should be either the Pelicans trying to get a quick turnover or steal, and uh, either that or commit an immediate foul. Ed Davis checking into the ballgame for Brooklyn for rebounding purposes in the event that uh, Randall misfires on this attempt. He puts it up, and that one's no good. Rebound Davis. And we've got a timeout before Davis got fouled by the Nets. Smart play there as uh, the Nets were on that and made sure they put in Davis, but they knew he wasn't a great free throw shooter. He got the rebound and called the timeout before the Pelicans could foul him. Randall kind of uh, almost 
felt like he rushed that. I'm not sure if he was actually trying to miss that free throw or not, but uh, he kind of quick shot it and uh, wasn't able to get it to go, and, and the Pelicans weren't in position to, uh, to come close to getting that rebound either. So uh, that's an unfortunate miss for, for New Orleans. But Davis, uh, after the, that crazy, hectic sequence, now with 25 rebounds, continuing to add to his career high, as well as 34 points on 12 of 24 from the field. But uh, it very much looks like it's not going to be enough and, and these are the types of, uh, of games where you worry as a Pelicans fan that when, when he's giving you this kind of performance and the team is still not winning, uh, what kind of a message is that sending to Anthony Davis about his future and whether he wants to stay a Pelican uh, beyond uh, this year and next? This is Davis's third 30.20 rebound game of his career. And the Nets will inbound it here. Uh, They're going to advance it. They're going to choose to elect to advance it uh, into the front court. Joe Harris will inbound it on the near sideline. It's Harris, Dudley, Dinwiddie, Carroll, and Russell for the Nets. Harris will get it into Carroll, and he is fouled immediately by Darius Miller. So Carroll will try to ice away this game. If he makes two, that makes it a three-possession contest, and with 13.7 13.7 seconds to go. you got to imagine three possessions will be a little bit too much for the Pelicans to overcome. First free throw is up and in. 124 to 118. That makes it a six-point edge. Jared Allen checking back into the ballgame for this defensive possession. Carroll with one more. Takes a one dribble, bends his knees, and fires it up. That one's no good. Rebound Davis and an immediate timeout from the Pelicans. So still a two-possession game here with 13.3 seconds to go. you got to imagine, though, that uh, the Pelicans are going to resort to a three-point attempt here. This is where a guy like Nikola Miritich, I think, is would be so valuable in this situation because he's a guy at 6'10 uh, that can that can hit real contested, difficult threes. He's a guy you can draw plays for in these sorts of situations to get a three-point look. Whereas Randall and Davis, you know, despite the fact that they're capable three-point shooters, that's not really their forte. And uh, I mentioned Drew Holiday having a. Uh, a poor season from the three-point line at just 31%. <coughs> Excuse me. If you couldn't tell, I uh, I am still slightly under the weather. I caught a bug uh, over the course of the uh, the holiday season, and uh, I'm on the mend, but uh, but still not at 100%. But uh, after a couple weeks off, I figured I'd push through it tonight. The starters for the Pelicans, all uh, all of them have scored 16-plus. Moore with 16, Holiday 17, Randall 21, Peyton 25, and Davis 34, but they've just gotten nothing from the bench tonight. Peyton will inbound it near sideline. He'll try to get it into Davis. Davis catches it, dribbles left, step back, three. No good. Fight for the rebound. Carroll's got it, and he is fouled, and that should just about do it here as the Nets look like they're going to move to 18-21. and 21. 
And depending on the result of the, the Pistons-Grizzlies game later tonight, this could push the Brooklyn Nets into the playoff picture and into that eighth spot. As uh, as the Pistons at 16-19, and 19, if they were to lose, they'd go to 16-20. and 20. And the Nets at 18 and 21 would definitely uh, would definitely have have the edge over the Pistons at that point. So uh, we could be looking at a team that uh, that potentially makes the playoffs here, which would be a, a really positive step for this Brooklyn Nets organization, despite the fact that they own their pick for the first time as as the free throws went down, and then Holiday comes down and knocks down a three with just 4.3 seconds to go. We're going to get another foul, I believe. Actually, no, the ref's not going to call it, as that will be the ball game as the Brooklyn Nets win it. 126 to 121, and it very much looks like uh, in the event that the Pistons lose uh, in their game against Memphis, which that's still up in the air, the Pistons actually leading by seven in the fourth, but uh, and now it's down to five, Pistons up 74-69. But in the event that the Pistons lose to the Grizzlies, the Brooklyn Nets would be in the eighth spot in the Eastern Conference. And uh, that, uh, as I said, would be a nice, uh, a nice positive step for this franchise and this organization. Uh, and uh, despite the fact that it'll hurt their own pick, which they have for the first time in, in quite a while. So I appreciate uh, all of you, all of you listening. And uh, of course, uh, after taking a couple of weeks off, I'll be, I'll be back here uh, for the foreseeable future, uh, having an episode every Wednesday. And uh, I will uh, I'll be trying to bring on a guest for next week. Uh, I don't know who that will be yet, but uh, I look forward to bringing that to you. Thanks, Thanks for, listening for listening to this episode, episode of Duncan, Duncan Dynasty. Dynasty. If you'd like, like to, support to support the show, you can, you can follow, follow me and the program, program on Spreaker.com. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com. You can also subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also leave a rating and review. You can email me at g-bougay, B-U-G-A-Y, at O-N-U dot edu. You can uh, give me any questions, comments, concerns, compliments. I'd be happy to, uh, to hear from you, and uh, hopefully I can get back to you as well. You can get a hold of me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Garrett Bougay. Garrett is spelled with uh, two R's and two T's. You can also uh, catch me on Twitter at Garrett Bougay. I plan on airing episodes just about every Wednesday with occasional breaks throughout the uh, the entirety of the 2018-19 season, including the off-season. And uh, if, you're, if you're starving for more content, I urge you to check out any of my guests' previous material. Uh, a lot of the guys I have on have their own podcasts as well and do a lot of interesting stuff. Thanks again for listening, and have a great day. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. 
Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.